seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. The following program is rated TVMAL. It contains strong language and is intended. It's showtime. Yeah! 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 That's right. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode here on Circle of May Podcast, episode 160, ladies and gentlemen. Uno sesenta, señoras y señores. The host of TV's one I've been seeing, of course, I'm here with me, familia, my family, ladies and gentlemen, that is right, and that is, of course, the man himself, he's back, ladies and gentlemen, after his honeymoon, and I, I'm not going to ask questions, I'm going to let that by itself, I'm not asking no questions, but all I know is that he is back, ladies and gentlemen, and that is the man himself, who runs iHeartRadio, ladies and gentlemen, he is mi hermano, my all, my brother, mi sangre, Mike Dinero, 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 what is going on, my brother? Ah, it's yeah. good, y'all. I'm so happy to be here. I've been so excited to get back on COD. I miss my brothers, yo. So happy to be here, y'all. Let's do this. Yes, yes. I thought it was serious, not Goldfish. What's going on, brother? <laughs> oh, yeah. This episode is partially brought to you by Goldfish because my oh, son is in the background. <laughs> goldfish yeah, are course. amazing. Hell yeah. And I got to play this song, though. It's a, it's a must. Yeah. It's a oh, must. <laughs> we, got, we got more too coming soon. So. Niggas that can talk in the hood. To the wolves call. Bitches let a drink in the club. To the wolves call. Surrounded by the sheep in the street. To the wolves call. Everyone strip on the floor. We the wolves done. Who can fuck with the Nero? I got a Snyder extender clip. So See what I would hear. Go bad shit like Ozzy. I was born in the darkness. Oh, you the wolf till we pull up and you're harmless. You see, I even know it already. We're both doing it here. Oh, my God. Word, man. Nah, appreciate you guys. Shout out to LOG. We got more music coming soon. And I said it before. I say it again. The LOG podcast will be coming shortly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yes. Yes. That's right. Yeah. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, who is now part of the family here at the CLD channel, he is, of course, the notorious one himself, the man that brings that pleasure to all of you guys on TRWT, here now officially every Fridays, because that is a notorious Um. Oh, yes, let's fucking go, y'all. I am, I am so happy to be here. I'm so happy to be back on Circle of Debate. I'm so happy to be back with my brothers. Oh, man. I'll say it again. Say it again, folks. Let's fucking go. That is right, because fuck, fucking YouTube will cut us off of that shit. So I don't want to do it. Yeah, LOG is not as famous as ECW. You could play that for like a whole two minutes. I would have I played that any day of the time. You know what? I played it to the, to, to the white people. Like, Who's that? It's De Niro. Oh, what? 
He raps all over. I appreciate that. Like, girl, you don't even know. If only you know, <laughs> but you don't know. All right. It's time to get into the action, ladies and first, gentlemen. First, first, before we do, my bad. Not to cut you off. I just no want to say, last night, Top Rope Wrestling Talk killed it on their first show on Circle Debate. It was awesome, awesome, awesome to see them guys on Circle Debate. And I just want to say, welcome to the family. Welcome home. Oh, it's good to be home, brother. And like I said, uh, I'm going to say it again. Congratulations on 300, man. Like that's that's huge. Again, this ain't wrestling DeLorean. This is Sparta. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, bro. I'm so excited, man. It's good. It's great to be here. It is absolutely great. Absolutely. We had so much fun last night. Even the devious one showed up and came through and I, I was like, I got all these layouts, overlays. Fuck them. We'll just do a four-person show. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Amen to that. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now let's get into the action here. There's two things that I want to talk about before we get into Braun SmackDown. I want to talk about, of course, this has been brought up. And might as well just bring it up. Because we want to know. I want to get your guys' thoughts. And we exactly, you know, her future, will we see her return? Will, will, or what will she do? Will she go somewhere else? You know, of course, her contract already expired, and now she is officially free. She, I'm talking about Lacey, Lacey, Eden, Lacey Evans, excuse me. And now she opened up her own coffee shop. And what's the future for her? Did they drop the ball on her? Did they, they didn't build her up where they didn't supposed to build her up? We saw her characters. Three different characters that we saw from her throughout her career. Of course, the, the famous the Southerner one, and then, of course, the the Marine one, and then, of course, the herself one. It's just, we don't know what direction they were going with her. But the biggest question here is, did they drop the ball on her? Or could have they kept her and, you know, reinvented her to be better? Because they were heading that direction of building her to be the next Slaughter. Even Slaughter commented, like, no, she's not the Slaughter. Like, oh, I am, ah. I get that, Slaughter. Get it. But, you know, she can't, you know, they tried it with Cena in a way because I'm not saying Cena was heading that direction. But if you remember back in the day, Cena was representing, of course, you know, when he did the movie The Marine, they, he represented that. Mm-hmm. But now here with Lacey about this ball, I, you know, with her. So the biggest question here is do we see her come back? Do you see her go to Impact? Do you see her go to, you know, AEW? Or do you see her just being a home mom with her business? Or and and the other question is to drop the ball here. So I'm gonna start it off with you, Dinero. Break it down, my brother. It's been a long time. Miss you. I know. Missed the voice of the DeLorean on this bitch. Nah, but yeah, I I definitely think that WWE did drop the ball on her. She had a lot of buzz when she came in. And if you remember, she main evented a pay-per-view. If you remember the matchup that she was in, it was her and Baron Corbin versus Becky and Seth Rollins. You don't have someone like that main eventing a pay-per-view and then just vanishing. And then the constant, you know, stop and start pushes and then character changes. That's how you ruin a character because when there's always a change, people don't have enough time to really sink their teeth into the character that you're showing them because you're off to making another character with them. Um, What's next for her? I, I would love to see her in Impact. I-, I think that she would fit perfectly in the Impact Knockouts division. But, yeah, I mean, I personally think that they did drop the ball. I am excited to see where she could go from here. She was very talented. I just don't think that she got the right chance and opportunity to really show how talented she was. I, I agree. I agree with that. Notorious. Break it down, brother. 
Oh man, I do agree with what she said right here. I mean, she she should have been used as like a no nonsense female style wrestler, and and that's a fact. Um, Lacey Evans was, if you didn't see her, phenomenal in NXT, absolutely phenomenal. And then she got caught up in what a lot of people got caught up, and that was the Vince call ups. But even then, they were more consistent. They were at least consistent at the beginning, trying to stick to a little bit of her character there. And after that, it was just, we're going to start this. Then we're going to, the, the, where is that? You're, you're, you're a face and you're a mom and you're this and that. Then you're a heel again. And then you're, you're, you're a Marine and you're this and you're proud of your country. This, that, and third. And you're going to be a face. And then you're going to walk out and you're going to insult the crowd. And say you're better because you're a Marine. And, like, within weeks of each other. The woman never had a chance to get traction because every time she went with, with an angle, they changed it on her in two, three weeks tops. And it, it does feel like if we had, like, the WWE meme, it would be like, get released from WWE, start a coffee shop. That shit happens a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, her and Claudio, at least. And there's probably more than that. But... It, it's just, it, I don't know if I want her to be done with wrestling overall. I mean, if she did, she focused on being a mom and a businesswoman. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. But I agree with De Niro. I think, like, Impact's women's division would be great. MLW is slowly building a decent women's division. They could use her. I don't know about AEW. They seem they seem to have more talent than they even know what to do with. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. She... She'd probably end up in the same spot in WWE where they were just throwing her out there to do this, do that, and then start over with her like a month later. But I, I agree. I'd like to see Lacey Evans continue her wrestling career. I mean, Pepsi feels right. Lacey was brought up in the WWE system and she probably couldn't survive the indies, but I don't know if she'd go back to the indies. I really think a place like Impact would just say, Hey, come on in. You know, you and Trinity can throw down next week. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, Graham brought up a lot of good points, and I like what you mentioned here, but the best NXT wealthy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That I do agree with. She was really great at Pop. I, I feel Pop H was heading the direction with her perfectly at NXT. It's just Vince. Vince was the one that I fell in love. Hey, pal, I don't see what we're going to do here. Take it around. Ah. Oh. Yeah, so, you know, making it that southern one. Oh my god, no, you nasty! And like, oh, they're like, oh, god, <laughs> yeah, Jesus. yeah, throwing uh, handkerchiefs and shit. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, in my opinion, I think they should have kept that character. I thought that character like gave her a lot of personality. I really did. Yeah, I like the what was it, the Southern Belle or whatever, the yeah, sassy southern, southern Belle. Yeah, the yeah. sassy Southern yeah. Belle. Yeah, I, I like yes. that character. I think that <laughs> when they started to go into the Marine, it was cool to show that you know she was actually what, a Marine. It was cool to show that. Okay, but okay. I think that it would been cool to you know. Keep a character that gives her a lot more personality. Yeah, I think so too. And I think uh, if they would have given her more time in the ring too, as well, I think she could have developed more in her in-ring abilities. Yeah, she was already heading there. I mean, she has. I mean, she's talented. She got the character. I'm not saying that she's like her persona character. Is, it's there. It's just where to put her at. You know, like when they were putting her with the, when they were using it for the slaughter one. Like yeah. kind of like okay, in a way, let's see if it works out. If it doesn't. It, I, I, I feel that they try to do the same thing for for Lashley. If you remember like a while back, I think they did it for Lashley as well. And well, on the other hand, with Lashley, it didn't with Bobby Lashley didn't work. But I mean with Lacey, I think it it could have worked, but if they would have done it properly, I yeah. I think it could have. 
but I mean, either way, I mean, the Southern, I don't, I didn't mind it either. I just didn't like, the only thing I didn't like was just like, oh, you nasty. No, don't say that. Just be a Southerner chick that say it, man. You don't have to say all that word. Right? Exactly. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I feel, if she, and I think Impact too. I feel like Impact could be another one that could really fit her. Um, and I think, if, I think Impact for her will reinvent herself and also will develop her ring skills more than where she was left off. Yep. I just, you know, I just wish they could have booked her more. I know they, they blame, you know, they don't blame, but they kind of like, oh, she fell off because she got pregnant. Okay, well, that's fine. That is what it is. That's, that's, who cares? But it's, I mean, either way, this woman could have built herself and could have had the direction if she was given the right direction instead of moving her around like Vince was doing most of the time. So, I mean, even grading, uh, the classy Southern Belle was fired. They could have kept it with ready to turn on her to Molly. Holly switch without oh, oh I like that yeah <laughs> hell yeah mm-hmm. oh man yeah, I like that so I wish her the best man I I mean her coffee shop I wish her the best and if she decides to keep get back in the ring I mean if Impact opens the doors you know Scott Demore tell her hey come over here why not you know look at Trinity where she's at right now she is the knockouts women's champion and I'm not saying that Trinity didn't do anything at all at WWE she did she was a former SmackDown women's champion. She was up there with former tag team champion with, with Sasha Banks, you know, now no Mercedes. So it, it could be the same. All it takes, sometimes you need to get away from the home to reinvent and find yourself and then come back home and be better. Yeah. Sometimes, Look at Drew. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. Look at Drew. Drew did the same thing. And like you, looking Drew Galloway, he did the same thing. Also, like one more thing that I want to say about this is mm-hmm. if she went to Impact, Impact could really right. give her the opportunity to hone her craft because I look at someone like Deanna Perrazzo who was on the Indies, she was okay, went to WWE, was okay, went to Impact, and now I consider her the, one of the best in the world. So I think that giving her that opportunity to be on TV and to have longer matches and matches that matter, I think that yeah. she really could become something special. I agree. I agree with that 100%. I, I And – we, I mean, it's got to wait and see, man. This is going to be exciting for her. I'm excited for her, hopefully, you know, personally and, and more for her in the ring if she does get back in the ring. And I hope that Impact makes, you know, makes the offer. I hope Scott yeah. Moore does because I think that's – Impact has never been talked about in the women's division. And this is even prior before even Trinity joined. This is overall. I think De Niro and I talked about it here in the archives of what – like we've always been saying that it's underrated, it doesn't give credit what credit's due. It's been underrated for fucking decades. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's not just, yo, the knockout no, division has been very underrated. All the way back oh, to the Kong and Gail Kim days has been underrated. Hell yeah. Right. Hell yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hell yeah. You're absolutely right. That is for sure. Ain't that right, Blue? Miss Blue. So, yes. Another person that I want to talk about because they, they never bring him up. And I feel like now this is the time for us to bring him up because I'm curious to hear you guys' thoughts. And that is this man right here who is heading to NXT. We already know that he signed. He's moving to Florida. He's going there. But the biggest thing is they don't talk about this guy. And it's it's sad mm. because I feel, I mean, like I said, that's what we're here. We're debating for a reason. Everybody give their opinions. But I feel he's underrated. I feel that if you give him that right direction, I feel Shawn Michaels will give him the right direction. I have that feeling he will, and really reinvent Brian Pillman Jr. into, wow, into something. I feel he could. 
Yeah, it's opportunity AEW. Then they put him under the high, you know, varsity blondes. That went to shit. I know you're trying to do the Hollywood blondes like his father did with Steve Austin. Sorry, you can't you can't really try to compare those two or even make it as similar to it. No. I think if Billman could have been his own, not because I know everybody taught, you know, he mentions himself. Everybody wants me to be like my dad. I'll go oh, be with the stick. No, not necessarily, but you know, learn from him. Watch his old videos, watch his promos, watch everything. Learn what your father did. Because this that man was one of the greatest in the microphone of all time and in the ring. As young, you know, young Brian Pillman. But other than that, what does the future hold for Brian Pillman Jr.? What are your, your expectations? Do you see different? What do you expect from Brian Pillman Jr.? What do he make it in NXT? And are you excited for him running his career in NXT now being by himself? Not with, um, Jesus Christ, I forgot his Griff name. Garrison. Right. Griff Garrison. Right. Griff, yeah. Right. Who was yeah. supposed to be the Stone Cold of the team, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, man. I don't know how you said that without laughing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but I'm excited for this guy, though. I I, I am. So, I, I mean, I, I want to question you guys. Are you excited? What are your expectations? And do you feel like he'll make it? So, I'll start with you. Brother De Niro, take it away. The floor is yours, Benamon. I, I think that he will make it. I think that he he lost. I He fell out of favor with me when um he was feuding with MJF going into the first AEW Grand Slam. And MJF was talking about his uh, mother being on meth and just really going in on him. And then you didn't see that killer instinct from Brian Pillman. Like he was just like, like he didn't, he would cut a promo that didn't sound like he was as mad as he should be. And then in the matchup, he wanted to like, you know, lock up and wrestle with MJF instead of wanting to like knock his teeth down his throat. Right. Guys talk about his mother, his dead father. And it's like, you're going to go in there and want to put a freaking, you know, a, a pin lock on him. Like, so stuff like that, I feel like he needs more seasoning, and I think he needs that killer instinct. I think he needs to work on the mic. He's good in the ring, but I think that it's more about the character work for him. And I think hey. that... <laughs> he's good, he's... he agrees. He agrees. Yeah, shout out to a little psycho there agreeing. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he was getting more character work and less in-ring action when he was in MLW, and then in AEW, he was getting more in-ring action and less character work. So hopefully NXT could find that good medium and like fuse the both because he has the, the potential. He definitely has potential to be a very good wrestler and a player on NXT, but we got to see. I mean, I, I'm excited for it, but like I said, I do know where his holes are, and I think that they need to uh, just basically address that. Yeah. I Man, you nailed it in the coffin, my brother. Notorious. Take it away, my brother. Yeah, I'm gonna start calling you the hammer because you nailed that shit. Um, <laughs> all I can add to that is if you watched Brian Pillman Jr. in like MLW, he was very good there. Like he showed a lot of potential. He showed a lot, a lot more skill than he did in AEW. But honestly, like until Ivan brought him up just now, I kind of forgot about the guy because AEW just made you fucking forget him. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, I think if anybody can get him back on that level that he was on in MLW and maybe beyond, it's HBK. It's the guys in NXT because we've seen what they've done for a lot of people who are currently on the main roster and and in whatever the fuck you want to call that. 
2.0 black and gold new school whatever the fuck <laughs> so i'm relatively excited to see what he's gonna do there i think he would make a good fit if they're yeah because I, I don't I'll be honest, I'm behind on NXT, y'all. I'm very behind. I think all of us are behind on that because I, I think he would make I think he would make I think he would be a, a nice fit to roll with the guys like it would roll with guys like the Creed brothers. Mm. You know, that that sort of thing. <laughs> there are fits there for him and things that he could do to showcase himself that he's probably that he probably would never get the chance to do at AEW or when he did, like De Niro said. He kind of dropped the ball with it, man. Like, you want to get into headlocks and wrist locks with a man that was talking shit about your mama? Uh-uh. I don't know about you, Brian, but but you talk about mama psycho, we're going to have to throw hands. There ain't going to be no technicals. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you thought that was funny? Okay. <laughs> you know. <laughs> somebody talk about his mama, he's going to go low psycho on somebody. There ain't going to be no mm-hmm. wrist locks. He's going to be biting a person. <laughs> right? He smiles. <laughs> oh shit! This is usually why I don't podcast with children. By the way, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see him show up. Like that might actually get me to watch 2.0 here and there, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Word. Put him in Chase U. He could keep the varsity jacket. Yeah, that too. <laughs> put him in Chase U. Joe Gacy true. might need somebody to run with. Maybe he fits that. I don't know. Maybe. Lord knows it did work for, for Schism or or <laughs> Grizzly Young Vets or whatever the fuck you want to call them guys. The Dyad, all that bullshit. It's like, well, pick a name! <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm excited to see what's the future for him. And let's see, you know, what's he going to do. I hope they book him right. And I think Shawn Michaels will. I feel that... Michaels is going to probably really influence him in a positive way. And, you know, Michaels is not going to sit there and lie to him, tell him, hey, you know what? You know, your father was, I admire him too. Because I know HBK got a lot of influence from him too. Whether we, people are like it or not, that, oh, that's not true. He created himself. That's bullshit. No, he, he, we all, a lot of the influences of the characterism, even, even Steve Austin mentioned himself that, you know, Pillman really helped him develop to where that Steve Austin 316 was. So it kind of it really helped towards that matter. So, um, so it really, really, I feel that Michaels could influence him and have and kind of have him to open that. Hey, open that shit up, like shake him up, like come on, you can do this. Stop being like, oh, I don't know, yeah, no, none of that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's like no, you gotta wake up, you can do this. I feel that. Michaels could let him lead him that direction. And with Papa H2 being right there. And William Regal, who's back home. So it could be the same. If he could just get into his head and show him the right way of how to be on a microphone, how to be on camera, yeah. how to be everything. That's it. I'm not an AEW hater. I just Oh, you know what might be good? Mm. Put Brian Pillman Jr. with William Regal's son. Oh. Let them tag up. Okay. Be like a legacy 2.0 kind of thing. I would like that. Oh, I would like that. I think that wonderful. would be wonderful. Would be wonderful. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I'm excited for that. Oh, my God. Yeah, but I man, just yeah. had that strong premonition hit me out of nowhere. <laughs> Dude, that'll be a... I, you know what? That's not a bad idea. Yeah, no, I, don't think, I don't think it's a bad idea, honestly. I actually would like that. 
Interesting. Wow. Oh, fuck yeah. Good corner. Really, really good corner. All right. Now let's move into Monday Night Raw so we can talk about Raw very brief. Man, I don't know. I mean, look, Raw was exciting. I, I enjoyed it. The only thing, of course, is man, that women's like that women's tag division is cursed, man. I hate to say it. I know a lot of people are saying, well, why would you say it's cursed? Sorry 100%. to say it's fucking cursed. They, sh- they shouldn't even bring those tag team titles at all. I'm sorry. It should have stayed in NXT. I think it wasn't cursed in NXT, I'll tell you that. I mean, you you guys correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't see much in NXT like compared to what we're seeing in the main roster. But you know, I I you know was telling Dom on top rope yesterday that the match tonight for me that I mean the one I'm excited for is Gable and Gunther. I'm excited for that. Yeah. I am excited <laughs> for JD McDonough. See if he's gonna if they're gonna bring him into the Judgment Day. I'm seeing where's that gonna have led to that direction. I want Nakamura's old theme song back with the, with the lyrics. That's what I want, damn it. Oh, uh, oh yes. that's what I want. Because, for God's sakes, I know. this. I I digress. I've always been a big fan of Nakamura since New Japan days. Strong style. It's always, man, this guy's killer. But it's just, they don't fucking, they booked him wrongly. They had the opportunity. That mania with AJ Styles, they could have put the belt on him. Even though mm-hmm. I love AJ, but there's oh, there was so much they could have done with Nakamura. But they wouldn't they, even let him take the belt from gender. No. Gender. <laughs> what the fuck? Listen, man. I'm tired of your shit. Jesus, man. I'm glad stay home. Tired stay of it. home. Stay in the home. Papa H. Papa H, give this man the lyrics give again. Me what I want. Give it to good Just give him the fucking lyrics. That's all I want. Give him, just give him the lyrics to the theme song. Do it. it. I'll be happy. But I'm, uh, I, I think this is going to be a good feud. I think it's going to be great for Nakamura. I like it. I like that it's like, oh, I'm tired of people being my business. Like, I like that. Like, it's, even though I know it's kind of geeky, but, you know, I don't mind it. I don't mind Nakamura being a heel again. I like. I actually enjoyed the match that he had against Bronson Reed as well. As well. Yeah. So, I... I I'm happy to see him heading that direction. So I, I and I just hope don't drop the ball, Papa H. You're in charge now. You know, Papa Vinny's not there. Please continue to book book this man fucking right, just like he did in NXT. That's when I feel about it. But De Niro, the floor is yours, mi hermano. Take it away. Break it down raw overall, mi hermano. Nah, yeah, yeah, I totally agree with everything you said. First of all, I love that they make. Uh, they're making Chad Gable a legit threat for Gunther's icy title. And that matchup is going to be a banger, but it's really cool because he's a guy who we've seen so much potential for so many years. So it's really nice to see him get a high profile matchup against Gunther. Will he beat him for it? I think that would be a shock and that would be awesome and it would be well-deserved, but I do see Gunther continuing on his title reign when they eventually do clash. And I also agree with everything you said about Nakamura. I think that Nakamura has been fucking you know highly underrated in the wwe and just treated horribly i I don't know man like i can't see them taking the belt off seth so soon but i would not be mad at a nakamura title run for at least like two three months and then seth gets it back down the line maybe at survivor series or something you know that would be fine with me i like what they're doing with jd mcdonough and i like how you know they're playing up the story that that's finn's only real uh, friend and then you have the other members of Judgment Day who are like, you know, this doesn't concern you, JD, so mind your business. 
it's going to be interesting to see if they're going to officially allow him in, especially how, how Raw ended. And mm. yeah, the, the the women's division, the tag team women's division is definitely cursed. I mean, when have we seen anybody hold those tag titles and be able to have a full length run with them? I mean, Sasha Banks and Bailey ended shortly when Sasha Banks went home. Sasha yeah. Banks and Naomi went, what's called, they both went home and that ended shortly. <laughs> uh, we have Liv Morgan getting injured when uh, she was teaming with Raquel. You have now Sonya Deville getting injured when she's teaming with Chelsea. So it is definitely cursed. I mean, I, I want to give the team of Chelsea and uh, Piper Nivens time to see how it grows. I think that it could be interesting. I think that they could be able to, you know, have a nice reign with them. And I think they would have some good chemistry with each other. But to be honest, it's hard to get behind a tag title division where, you know, every single time you have a champion, you have to fumble your plans because something happens. So hopefully we have, you know, no cursing going on for the next. Tell Danhausen to stay away from the WWE <laughs> tag team women's division so we could have a fucking full length reign. <laughs> I like that. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's awesome. good. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, let me breathe. First, I know. I love it. It's fun. Shout out to Brian. Brian, 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 Brian. Brian. dude. Yes, oh. Oh, man. Take it away, oh. DOM, if you can. Go ahead, brother. Okay, let me collect myself. And let me say, since I see Brian, y'all have got to come to Top Rope on fa- on Facebook. If for anything, to check out Brian's posts of Sunday Night mm-hmm. Cinema. There have been times in the live chat where he's asked us what we wanted. And, and, and times where I've said, you know what? I just want some good Shinsuke, man. You, you can take it from anywhere. I just want some good Shinsuke. And come Sunday night. He's got like three, four classic Shinsuke matches just lined up in group for you to watch. It's amazing. So definitely come and check Brian out and everything else. Word, now, shout out Brian. Shout out to Brian, brother. Oh, yeah. That being said, I really enjoyed the hell out of this Raw, and I haven't been able to say that for a while. And I think one of the reasons I enjoyed it so much is if you look at these people on screen right now with us, mm-hmm. damn near all of them are black and gold alums. It was like original black and gold with a bigger freaking budget it was amazing i i i I know the tag team titles are cursed but at the same time i thought it was perfect for them to stick piper into that role because it starts her on that shorty g climb out that chad gable had because we all know like that was a terrible idea Literally, anytime you said that on my show, Wendy would scream at you, "Say his name, goddamn it!" Like <laughs> it was, it was, it was it, 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 she was not wrong. And Piper is just coming out of the same thing. Like I can't even say the name she was. We all know it. We all know it. I ain't gonna say it. I ain't gonna say it because it's fucking stupid, y'all. It's yeah. worse than Shorty G. And. They've tried to bring her out of that a little bit, like running with Nikki Cross or doing this and that, and it hasn't worked. So for her to just walk in and snatch a belt from Chelsea Green and be like, no, I'm your partner now. I'm a champion. Fuck you. That's some Piper Niven type shit. <laughs> That's how you bring this woman back strong. And and I'm loving this build between Chad Gable and Gunther. And 
with Alpha Academy and Imperium involved, and that match between Giovanni and Chad was like, <laughs> I can't add anything for Shinsuke because y'all said it all. I love the man. I've loved him since I don't even know when, since probably before I met my wife. <laughs> and it, it, I am enjoying a little bit of this back and forth with Seth Rollins and him as a heel again. Maybe they'll get him going on the right direction, but Jesus, why is it every time he's a heel, he forgets how to speak English? Why? Good Doesn't matter point. if it's Vince, Good point. Good trips, point whatever. Even this week, over, all of a sudden, he doesn't know how to speak English. He's been speaking perfect English for months as a face. He's a heel now. He forgot. Yeah. I I just hope he just don't bust me. Don't speak English. Like don't yeah, start with that English. Shit. Oh, Renee Paquette is an AW. She is not. Yeah, we don't need that. We don't need that. We don't need that. No. But yeah, I mean, it, it was so much on this episode of Raw that by the time it was over, it actually felt like it flew by. And I can't remember the last time I said that. I can't. It might have been when I was doing the show with De Niro and we were covering the main event. It, it, mm. it might have been that was the last time. <laughs> yeah, that was a while, was that, like, y'all. Two months ago, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. A couple Brian, months minimum. Brian, that's a good point, though. I mean, the, like most of the heels, if we go back to see, this is why I don't want fucking Vince there because I know his his mentality. Let's go back to the eighties, pal. Let's just bring like oh, like oh, how do you mean how, okay, right. the, the chic? Who else did he do? Um, fuck, I'm trying to remember. Like, there's a lot of you're like. Guys are not, not from the United States. Well, he made them like, that way. Iron Sheik could never speak English. Even if they wanted to turn him face, he would have still been that guy. I don't know yeah. how you did that. But he he never. You hear Shinsuke Nakamura over the course of his years in WWE speak perfect fucking English. And then as soon as they turn him, he somehow forgets. Okay. That's when you know I've gone heel on my podcast, when I just stop talking. Because <laughs> I don't know another language, so if I forget English, I'm done. <laughs> Same here. Same I failed here. Spanish four times. If I don't know English, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that I'm, what I'm excited for is the matchup between Gable and Gunther. I think that's going to be the match of the night or the match. It's going to. I just hope yeah. that they continue to push this man where he needs to get pushed. Gable is now. It's now his time. He is now his time. I said it yesterday on TRWT. He's your Kurt Angle 2.0. Mm-hmm. That man is, if you book that man right, especially mm-hmm. the faction he has right now, it, it's, it's, this is why I love Pop H for a reason. I know, ladies and gentlemen, it takes time. I know it's a main roster. I get it. Sure. However, you got to look how, how long did it took to build NXT? It took him for quite some time to build that. It's not going to be like right away. No. Tranquilo. Oh no, keep it in the crock pot. We want it delicious when it comes out, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. I'll double down on what I said last night. It is if you squint your eyes at these two people next to me, Chad Gable and Gunther, you almost get Kurt Angle Brock Lesnar vibes from back in the day. (laughs) And I love that. And and when they get in the ring, they can give you that. And and damn it, if I don't want to see that. I know, right? Oh, so, yeah. man, so people, tranquilo. Tranquilo. 
Tranquilo, okay. You see Naito right there. Shout out to Naito because he won the, you know, the G1 then. But that's coming back, people. It's gonna come back. The New Japan show is coming here. It's coming back. There's a lot of stuff that's gonna happen here. You wait and see. Oh yeah. yeah. And if you haven't, you better hit that subscribe button because there's a lot of shit coming. (laughs) A lot of more coming. That subscribe button for sure. Yeah. That's right. And then, of course, smack it down, baby. Smack down that happened, of course, for Saturday. So 24 hours ago. There you go. Thank God. I hope it's used to Sundays. I don't know why. But, yes. Uh, shout- oh, man. Mama, I'm going home. It's just leaving. It's going home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good matchup. Like, I, I really enjoyed it. I really uh, – seeing Sheamus was in the hands. Everything overall. The match was great, honestly. I, I enjoyed it. Um, seeing Edge going out the way he's going out, I I, I love it. Uh, I hope that he stays. Doesn't don't go to AEW, don't please do not. Adam Copeland's all elite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Adam Copeland. We don't want to see that. No, I don't want to see. We were just talking about that last night. I don't want to see it either. I don't want to. My see co-host. It. That's fucking bullshit. Bullshit, Dodi Khan, because I don't want you yes! to be signing. No. But no, Edge and Christian, I don't want an NAEW. No, you already have the Hardys. No, I don't want nothing else. Thank you. No, no, no. no, no. Sorry. See, we're here. Bruce and Wendy, nah. But we're here. Yeah. And Just, God, I live for that. No, you're bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you just got <laughs> to leave Edge where he's at. Uh, one thing that what interested me as well in this uh, SmackDown was, and I, we, and I talked about it like two weeks ago and, and last week, I talked about it, you know, before Chris came on. Because, you know, Chris doesn't talk WWE. He, he just has so much. But the last thing in his free profits is, was in, is really getting interesting. I mean, and then mind you that we see the free profits dress differently. Now it's like they don't dress like how they used to. That was broken with the Cubs and all that. So now it's okay. And they mentioned about something about the bloodline, you know, you know. I, I see where Lashley's heading the direction. I don't mind if he faces Roman. They god because we want something different yeah i don't mind the street profits being healed i think it's we i think that and i said it a while back before he went on his honeymoon that we said that the street profits are going to turn heel eventually because of the show that they're going to have you know with hit you know with uh uh bianca belair and her husband you know they're going to be doing their stuff you know so we're yeah. like a miss and missus so it's heading that direction and then of course i didn't add the other picture but of course you know la night baby la night man he's getting he's yeah the hottest thing right yeah <laughs> I can't get enough of that. I love, love this guy. And it just, he's so great. Give this man the U.S. title. Okay, you give him the U.S. title. Sorry, Ray Mysterio. I, I, Mysterio. I know that something tells me, and I know a lot of people are saying, "Oh, Santos gonna go heel on Mysterio." I don't know. We don't know. We're, I'm, I hate to say it, but I'm not invested in that story. I'm not really is. I hate to say it. I hate to be the bad guy here, but I'm not. Uh, I just don't know. And also, I mean, I don't, and I don't know what I don't know what the hell is going on in that direction. Who's mm. on the other hand? I said it. I you know I said it. I, we all know this is the plan. I don't know if it's heading to Survivor, Survivor Series, Armageddon, or Rumble, or Mania. I don't know. Probably Rikishi will be around. He's going to be the referee for his sons. We don't know. We might see the brothers. I have no idea. But I want to forget enough about me. I want to hear more of you guys. What you 
got to say about all this, especially with Edge's retirement, that he stay because he go. And overall, with the bloodline, with uh, Lashley's group now and LA Knight, everything overall. So, Mano, De Niro, the floor is yours. Take it away. I don't watch SmackDown, Dom. <laughs> <laughs> nah, all jokes aside, SmackDown was really good last night. I, I think that. Let me start off with we're gonna go from the top up, right? So let's start off with Edge, right? Edge, he uh had a really good performance. I wish we would have saw the post-match promo on air. It felt a little weird because like SmackDown went off the air at like 9:58. And I was like, we have like two more minutes. Why why would they cut this short? This is the last time we'll see this man in the WWE ring, and we barely got to see the hug, but after the show, he had the post-match promo talking to the Toronto crowd, saying that this is his last match in Toronto and the last time performing in front of these fans, and he has no he has no more um, scheduled appearances on his contract. So, I don't know. Like, I think it's going to be interesting, but something tells me like he is actually retiring. This is it for him, and I am glad that he was able to come back a couple years ago and have his final run and go out when he wanted to go out instead of having to go out due to injury. So... Right off the top, like Edge, you know, amazing, amazing career. And I thought that his matchup with Sheamus was awesome. You know, it's funny. I, I didn't watch last week's SmackDown. I didn't get a chance to. But then to watch this week's SmackDown and hear that uh, Edge never fought Sheamus in a one-on-one matchup, that was a little bit surprising. So really cool to see them have this matchup together with each other. Um, as for the Street Profits, I like what they're doing with them for sure. Like, I like the new attitude, the new look. I love what they're doing with Lashley, and if we do have a feud between the Street Profits and Lashley and the Bloodline, that would be fire. But honestly, I think that you know the Street Profits should go after that tag team gold. And Bobby Lashley's a guy who never got a shot at Roman's world title, which I think that is crazy because Bobby's a guy who is a real credible contender. So yeah. I think that that could be a good matchup. You know, I keep on mentioning Survivor Series, but that could be a good Survivor Series main event down the line, right? Yeah. So. Have, you know, Lashley and Roman. That would be cool. Uh, L.A. Knight, super entertaining. I agree with you. I think that he deserves to have gold soon. I think that he needs to be U.S. champion. I think that, you know, maybe Rey Mysterio loses it to uh, Austin Theory again, and then we have Austin Theory drop it to L.A. Knight because I don't see L.A. Knight taking it off of Rey Mysterio because right now, you know, the people still love Rey. People really love L.A. Knight. I wouldn't take the baby faces title to give it to another baby face. I would give it back to a heel to have the baby face beat him for it. And as for the Usos and Jay, like I said, it on the wrestling DeLorean, I think that you got to stretch this shit out. You know what I mean? Jay left the WWE. He didn't leave for the week. Like if you have this shit at payback, that's going to be, ugh, you know what I mean? It reminds me a lot of when CM Punk walked out with the WWE championship and was on WWE television two weeks later. It's like, no, nah. Have Jay go home for a while. I don't care if it's like eight months from now. That matchup has to be at Mania. And it can't be before then. And I wouldn't want to see Jay before then either. You have to have that match at Mania. Mm. Have it really stretched out to the point that people forget about Jay Uso. And then when Jay Uso finally does return, it's like, wow, here we go. You know what I mean? But having that matchup right away, it would not, I don't know, the impact of Uso versus Uso deserves to be on the grand stage. So I, I think that you got to stretch it out. Maybe you continue to build up on Jimmy and Jimmy gets a shot, or maybe Jimmy is, you know, doing well in the Royal Rumble and Jey Uso comes out as a uh, surprise Rumble entrant, something like that. But you can't have this right away. I, I, 
I don't know if you guys saw there was a um there was a some appearance by Rikishi and the poster said to see Rikishi before his payback uh payback Yeah, it was put up on like it was put up on the what do they call it the X. Like yeah. there was something out there about Rikishi seeing him before he was the special referee for his son's match or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, like, and I saw that. I was like, damn, they're really going to rush this shit if they're going to do it at Payback. Like, Rikishi, he being the uh, special guest referee for the matches between his sons would be awesome. But once again, grand stage, put that at Mania. Like, right. wait on it. You know what I mean? And I think you, you had Paul Heyman talk to his source, right? And he didn't say that was Roman. He didn't say that was anybody else. He was on the phone with a source, and he didn't tell Caleb Braxton who the source was. I think that source was Rikishi. Like mm-hmm. that'd be a good way to, you know, add him to the storyline. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. That he makes a, a what let me ask you this though. Let me ask you this. Okay. So we have okay, so one of the okay, so it's Jimmy and Jay. So Jay, let's say, okay, so it's Jay Uso, let's say he goes away because he said he quit. Of course, you know he. Okay, yeah, we already know that he's. It's all gonna get. Pulled the Eddie Kingston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I quit WWE. (laughs) 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 I mean, should they take this opportunity to build Jimmy more as a singles competitor and build his heel persona more? Should they take that opportunity more? I mean, that's the. Do you feel that they should do that now, like building him up? Because we saw his brother get built up singles, you know. But what about now? It's his turn. Do you feel like this is going to be the, the, the time now to do it? So, like, how you mentioned the head to the story to Mania to build them up? Yeah, I think this is the time you have to because if you want that matchup to have that much of an impact, mm-hmm. you have main event Jey Uso versus his brother right now. His brother who never really did anything of significance in the singles run. Right. So here's your opportunity to have a full, like, eight months of really building him up, having him main events. Maybe he has a matchup against Rey Mysterio in the main event of SmackDown where he's wrestling for the U.S. title. Give him that run because if not, then you have a lopsided matchup between one guy who is, you know, main eventing SummerSlam versus a guy who never had a singles run. So definitely, I think that you need to utilize this time where Jay is not on television to really build Jimmy. But also, you know, if you look at like the behind the scenes thing of it, I hope that they have enough, you know, I guess confidence in Jimmy to give him a singles run because we know that every time they really gave Jimmy a big push, we had like the legal issues that he was running into with like right. DUIs and all that. So oh, hopefully, right. you know, everything works into place where now at this point of him, you know, being on the straight and narrow for like the last two years, they do have the confidence to give him a good singles push. I agree. Good call. Now. Yes. And also, by the way, if mm-hmm. Rikishi does, Rikishi, if he is the referee at payback, they just said his sons, they didn't say the Usos. So it could be Jimmy versus solo at payback. And Rikishi is, the uh, special referee. So that's right. <laughs> well, Brian was here. Well, the horse has already left the barn, as Mean Gene would say, in early, with his heel turn. Why not just go with it and build Jimmy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's right, Brian. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's where I've been with it. Because when you, I love the Usos first and foremost. I love those guys. They're a great tag team. But when you look at their stint in the bloodline from the beginning of the saga, Jay has been pivotal from the start it was his beef with roman then his alliance and so on so even when when sammy came in who had the problem with jay when sammy left who was he talking to jay it's 
it's always if it's not about Roman, it's about Jay. Hmm. Jimmy has been a background has been a background character the whole time because of stuff like De Niro said. Even when Solo showed up, he kind of shot over him. So I think Jay leaving is giving Jimmy the opportunity to build himself before coming back and having a match. Because if you remember when they went on Ariel Hawani's podcast and he asked them what's left for you guys, they said Jimmy versus Jay at Mania. Mm-hmm. If you were to do that now, that crowd is going to be all on Jimmy's side completely. And I think they want to get Jimmy to a point. I mean, yeah, they want to get Jimmy to a point where they have that split crowd reaction that everybody loves in every promotion. Where if they get to WrestleMania and they have a match with one another, that huge crowd is going to be screaming, Let's go, Jimmy! Let's go, Jay! And you can't have that happen right away. You can't happen. You can't have that happen right now because people are not really invested in Jimmy like they have been in Jay Uso, and for good reason. Jay's been doing it. Jimmy hasn't. Jimmy's been getting busted or playing the background or, you know, coming up with secret handshakes. You know that sort of. He's been following his brother up until SummerSlam. So you have to get him established on the level that Jay is before they have a one-on-one match. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I can't wait. I, I, I want to see how Bob Popage is going to really head heading to this direction with the Mania and everything overall. And then Payback, too, which I totally forgot Payback is, what, next month, right? It's in September. Yeah. So I really forgot yeah. how they're going to start building that. I mean, it's – yeah. It, it's a lot of things that – like I said, I'm not – I want to compare them to AEW because it's not, but it's like almost like it's Miller, just a little, you know, heading into that little direction, you know, like, okay, oh, we're gonna do payback. Damn, what the fuck? You already announced payback already? You didn't say anything. What, what's going on here? Right. So, yeah. And it's, I, I'm curious to see. That's what, that's why, honestly, I'm really invested of what, well, you know, these storylines, especially on SmackDown and on Raw. I'm, I'm, I'm just happy to see finally <laughs> these two shows where they need to be. It took a long fucking time to get where it's at because, mind you, we were bored as hell for three hours. Yeah. Three, yeah. <laughs> if we lasted that long, it's like, nope, done, click. Yeah, yeah I'm like, no, you know what? I'm going to change this. I'm gonna, no, you know, Football's I'm gonna on. <laughs> football, here it is. And, and now, and then also, like, what's SmackDown? It was like, ah, oh, you know, the first uh, first match, all right, I'm changing. Uh, yeah, let's go to Rampage. Right quick. Fuck, let's see what Rampage's on. So I'm glad that Pop H is changing shit around. And I'm loving the direction that he's going with everything. Building talents. Now, Pop H, it's time to build the women. It's that time now. It's time to build the women because we need to see that. That's a, that's a fact. Amen. <laughs> Because a lot of people have been asking about it. They've been praying about it. So, I mean, we need to see it, man. Mm-hmm. We got to see <laughs> that. All right. The director will be joining us in a few. But I want to get this out of the damn. I want to get this out of the fucking elephant room. Because I it just, the, the elephant in the room, excuse me. I, I'm oh, I think it's the same elephant. <laughs> I know it's the debate of the week of it. But fuck it. I don't care. This is going to be the debate of the week for us here. This man right here, of course. And, man, let me just type it down. Because, I I mean, yes, I know I did a clip on it uh, on social media. But, you know, this is is now the opportunity. Of course, I mean, this is 
we haven't heard the Nero's thoughts. We haven't heard, you know, D.O.M., we heard you, but we yeah, haven't heard it here. Yeah, you got a lot, <laughs> a lot of mine. A lot of mine. Put the minute right <laughs> i love that to be with me but yes the minute of the week it. not for me it's just it's for more for them because i already did my time it's more for my familia right here it's what the hell is going on with this drama is this drama she will be concerned should i mean we're seeing the rumor like i said we're opinionators we're analysts we're not seltzer wade keller none of that sean ross none of that bullshit we're, we're more believable Exactly. I mean, I'm just Should saying. Should this man run, run, collision? Should this man be in charge? The number of the floor is yours. I don't know if you guys noticed, but like now on uh, the Wrestling Delorean podcast, I post up news articles on the yeah. wrestling mm-hmm. and talk about them every single day, right? And I, I've started that last Saturday, and maybe one day out of the last seven. Did not have something to do about CM Punk's drama. And it yep. was because I started the day before. Um, I did it the morning of AEW Collision, where after Collision, all hell broke loose, right? So, yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of drama. But I'm going to probably be the controversial one here and say that I think that a lot of the reports are an anti-CM Punk bias because of a lot of the, you know, my man, Chris, what up? The director. What is happening, dude? What is good? 5 a.m. Real quick. 5 a.m. I feel for you. MMA fight. UFC 2, like 93 today. This is uh 92. JB Lee. She's on the prelims. Watch her fight. She's the shit. Hey. Nice. That's right. That's what's up. Glad to have you. I mean, glad to see you, bro. You got a South Philly Paps right there? No, yes. no, it's just a soda. <laughs> I got a kid next to me. I'm not drinking. <laughs> You're at home. You're in the most responsible place to drink next to a child. <laughs> not much like a, go get me a not beer. Like, yeah, <laughs> over here who's picking on kids in the backstage area, left and right. <laughs> right? Getting in fights with underage, you know, jungle men. <laughs> Tarzan kids. But yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Papi Chula is here yep. and did it. And much like Jonah from Rewind, I am not wearing pants. <laughs> I was going to say, run the video back real quick. I got it now. Here we go. <laughs> Jungle Boy, Jack Perry. We no secret that I live in Valley Village. He lives in Valley Village. Call me up. We will fight Phil. I swear to God. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, uh, but the neuro, yeah. Um, I mean, all right. So here's the thing. Like, I I don't think that CM Punk is in the wrong here, or for everything, right? Yeah, there's the shit with um, the shit with talking shit about Hangman Adam Page for no reason. Mm -hmm. He was wrong for that, but then he apologized to him. He sent him an apology text, right? So, I an mean, text? he didn't even call him or talk to him or no. Well, here's the thing. Text so message. now it's being reported, right? And I know we're not going off oh, of the man. rumors and reports of the internet because there's a lot of bullshit. But it's being reported that 
Not only does CM Punk want to sit down with the elite, but the elite is willing to sit down with CM Punk and AEW management is the one that's blocking all of this. So I think that this is not CM Punk's fault. It's AEW's fault. I think this is a Tony mm. Khan call to prevent any more fighting. But if they're all willing to be grownups and be in the same room and talk shit out, wouldn't that be more beneficial to get your company back on the same page instead of being divided like it is now? So, yeah, I, I don't blame CM Punk for that. I don't blame CM Punk for wanting to stop Jungle Boy from using real glass. I don't blame CM Punk for saying that it's not fair if Christopher Daniels is able to be back here, but Ace Steel is not because Christopher Daniels was involved in the fight, but so was Ace Steel. Ace Steel's not allowed to be there. Christopher Daniels is. That's not fair. I agree with all that, right? Mm-hmm. And we also don't know what Tony Khan promised CM Punk when it came to bringing him back for collision. Maybe he did give him the right to say what goes on that show because all of a sudden now CM Punk is, you know, saying who could stay, who could go. If he's given that right and given ownership of the show, then that's not CM Punk's fault. That would be Tony Khan's call. That would be Tony Khan's fault. So to be honest, I think that there's been a lot of bias towards CM Punk. And that's that's coming from someone who's not the biggest CM Punk fan. Personally, I think that he is, you know, a prima donna and he is basically the modern day Hulk Hogan when it comes to (laughs) But I'm just going to say that I don't think that everything that we're reading online about CM Punk being the biggest piece of shit, I don't think that's necessarily the truth. Earmuffs. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> he, he can't hear you anyways because he's because Dom has a – he's hearing you. Oh, true that, head. true that. It's yeah. <laughs> so funny. I didn't know that. See, now, see that's what, you see what I mean is like – it was the opposite of what you mentioned. It was like more it was a CM Punk one that duh, Jesus. So so now and then it was the it was the elite that they didn't want to meet him. Now it's, you're telling me that it was management that no yeah, separate that. See, this is where yes, uh, it was reported yesterday by Fightful, right? That was one of the news stories I talked about today on my seven day news, whatever on the wrestling DeLorean. Yes. That the what's it called? That Tony Khan and management is scared of legal repercussions if they have a sit-down between CM Punk and the Elite. But the Young Bucks, Hangman Adam Page, and Kenny Omega are all willing to sit down with CM Punk, as is CM Punk willing to sit down with the Elite. But AEW management is preventing them and trying to keep them as separated as possible. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I To be honest, if it's like if you have two family members who are constantly fighting and it's causing division in the house, but both are willing to sit down and talk, are you going to tell them to stay away from each other? Or are you going to say, let's settle this, let's talk like men, and let's all move forward and have – because to be honest, this is hurting AEW more than it's helping AEW. So wouldn't it be more beneficial to have everyone sit down and everyone go forward with the idea of we're here to help AEW grow and succeed as opposed to keep it separated and continue to have these little infighting dramas? Yeah, I want to hear the director what he got to say on that. I don't know what the original want was between Jungle Boy and CM Punk. Did someone talk some shit? Was there like a scuffle? Like you could just say it in like a sentence. So what happened was Jungle Boy wanted to do a segment where he put someone through a pane of glass and it was real glass. Oh, right. real, real glass versus fake glass. Yeah, and CM Punk said that that was dangerous and should not be it, allowed. Yeah, uh, that should be the end of it then. That sentence that CM Punk said, I mean – did Jungle Boy take offense? He was like, fuck you, and start throwing so punches. A lot of people, including Tony Schiavone, said that Jungle Boy threw a tantrum when CM Punk said that that shouldn't belong on the show. Right, and he probably threw a tantrum, not because CM Punk is wrong, but because CM Punk spoke up. 
And I'm sure that, you know, sometimes you can disagree with someone just because you don't like them, even though they're right. And I think this might be that. Mm -hmm. You might just be sick of someone, you know, he might have been trying to big brother him. I don't know the tone or the context. Either way, CM Punk's point was right. But Mm -hmm. I don't know, you know, like I said, the the tone of the situation. So they could both be right and they could both be wrong. And uh, yeah, as far as uh, management trying to keep the elite and CM Punk apart, at least have like a mediator or something, find a way to get someone in the room that keeps the situation safe. If you're afraid of them throwing blows again, that kind of makes sense. But if you're afraid of them like teaming up and overthrowing or something like some kind of threat to management, that doesn't, I'm mean, that's dumb. So yeah. I, I don't know exactly what the, what the reason is for separating them. Do a zoom chat. If you're afraid there's going to be a fight, you know? Yeah. And you know, and shout out but, to a horse yeah, ring. Yeah, like Brian said, back to here, like this shit was not happening while Phil was away. So yeah. yeah. I mean always a common denominator. I mean, you guys have made battle points. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's it gets, it gets tiring. That's why I said I'm like, I'm tired of this shit. It's like, well, like if that's the case, this fuck separate it. Keep it okay. Make it two brand. Have your collision punk, and that's it. You stick with it, you bring whoever you want, that's that's fine, and whoever Tony Cobb wants to give you there. And let Dynamite be Dynamite by itself. Let Rampage be the middle one. And that's it. It's, it's For me, it's the easiest thing to fucking solve. And then they don't have to really fucking try to get along with each other. They don't have to. That's fine. I mean, if they're in the same pay-per-view, the same building, that's different. They got to figure that out. That's why I said it. I've been saying I said it on the, uh, you know, this week on the debate week. I said, he needs to find someone to control the same asylum. Control that man. Control everything. Because that's the problem. There's nobody there to control shit. That's the fucking issue. And it has to be somebody who all the parties respect. Like, it, it can't be someone who's coming in with, like, a bias. Like, if it's freaking Super Dragon, you know, obviously he's biased towards the uh, Young Bucks. You know, you can't yeah. bring in someone like that. But if you bring yeah. in someone who's respected by everybody, like, you know, I don't fucking know. But someone who everyone, you know. Like, I, I think that Ricky the Dragon Steamboat being a part of it would be interesting. Because I know, like, a lot of people respect Ricky Steamboat including CM Punk. I know the Young Bucks, they mentioned in the past because there was a Ring of Honor show where Ricky Steamboat was the special guest referee and they talked about how they idolized Steamboat. So, like, someone like that or who everyone respects, maybe he could bring some peace between everybody. Yeah. D.O.M., any final thoughts on this? Man, uh, <laughs> I think I've said it since Ivan and De Niro brought me in to talk about the scrum back in the day. Tony Khan needs to get this situation under control. Like, stop yeah. sitting there next to him and shaking your head and smiling like everything is cool every time <laughs> something pops up. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to keep these people apart. Get them together and say, oh, you made money in this business? Well, guess what? My company's worth a billion dollars now. I can buy and sell you ten times over, so you will listen to every fucking word I say. Punk, cut the shit. Start doing business. Bucks, grow the fuck up a little bit. Kenny, you're all right. You're all right. If A Steel wants to be wherever, <laughs> Christopher Daniels can be too. I don't give a shit what either what either side thinks. Just get it over with. As far as the run-ins this guy's had, the only one I could defend is the Jack Perry one. I, real glass, dude. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm like, sure. I'm sure some of the guys on the screen with me. Getting Karate Kid too. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm sure some of these guys on screen with me maybe have been in the situation I've been and can probably back me up on this. But if you if you have to be involved in a spot with real glass, 
That shit is painful. There's a reason we don't use it. Not even painful. It is it is deadly. That too. And you can't there's you can't like there's only so many stitches that can save your life. Exactly. And it, it's stupid. It's dangerous. So for punk to say something about that, it's like good for you. School this kid. I know. I get it, dude. You just became a man. Anna showed you her boobies and you like them too. You, you're you're out on your own. You're doing your own thing. You got a title. Good for you, dude. But that don't mean you know shit about shit, especially when you're talking about using real glass. Right. <laughs> yeah, I just... Uh, and, and the only other thing I can say on the situation that you guys didn't say is after seeing what Ryan Nemeth said about him after the fact, mm-hmm. that dude has now become my hero. I want him on TV every Wednesday speaking like that. He he roasted this guy. I think I still have I think I still have the the yeah, I have the quote from last night cuz we talked about it on top rope. He literally said like how embarrassed he was and he said and the fact that he keeps that he keeps trying to fight people after getting destroyed by two nobodies in UFC then literally blew his shoulder out trying to throw a punch against the elite at that brawl is hilarious. Dude, absolutely nobody is scared of you. My 10-year-old son would kick your ass. If CM Punk is what a lifetime of being straight edge looks like, I'll happily do drugs. No, this this is not <laughs> I'm not straight edge. I'm just not on Hey, it was when I was smart. Hey, so, hey, hey, what's happening, man? Right not, not, safe, not safe for work content, but about, uh, fuck, I don't even know, 12, 13, 14, maybe 15 years ago. I got drunk and ran through a sliding glass door. Real glass. I didn't see oh. it. Like, I didn't see it because I didn't know what side of the, the you know, I thought it was. I ran into sliding glass doors sober. Sometimes you just don't see that shit. Okay. <laughs> so, you, 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 we're all used to John Moxley's content. So, this is me the day, the morning after. Yeah. Oh. Jungle Boy. Yeah, I've been there. Oh, this my God. You, if you're lucky. Uh, so you can still see that. I mean, I see the scars still to this day. People are like, oh, I don't even see them. I'm like, you're dumb. Bullshit. Look I, right here. Now <laughs> I know where the scar come from. Now I know. Oh, yeah. So, you, yeah, I can see this one right here. Right here. I thought that was right. from Gig Marks for when you were in XPW fighting Pogo the Clown. But that's in line. Yeah. By the time I was fucking drinking for a breakfast. <laughs> I love that though. What he said. I love it. Oh man. All right. Now it's time, baby. I think it's time to get into it. Might as well. Cause we're already there. Let's get into it. It's time. Baby. It's time. It's time. It's beta time. Dynamite. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus, what the hell is going on here? The recap, of course, of Fight for the Fallen. And of course, we want this man always this man always opens the show. And I love it. And I think he is. I, I don't I don't get why they don't use him as a main event. I don't I don't get it. I just don't get it. But I'm I was happy about this one. This match was great. And of course, they were talking about ah uh, man. Man himself for the AEW International Championship, Orange Cassidy versus Wheeler Yuta. Of course, we did see what happened in the aftermath. Uh, well, during the match, so we'll do, you know, towards the end, of course, we saw the BCC coming out. BCC, you know, jump them, best friends coming out. They're 
And then, of course, Lucha Bros. And then, of course, Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston, of course, challenging them. Uh, and saying, oh, okay, all right. So we, you know, us versus you guys, whoever you find at All In Stampede match. That's a big ass stadium, by the way. I don't know how the hell this is going to happen at Stampede. Match. Right. That's almost going to be a lot of people at a big stadium. It, it That's going right? to be fun. That's almost double the size of the stadium that they did the first two Stampede, uh, stadium Stampedes in. So, right. I, I, I don't know how they're going to do it. All I, can, all I can say is just take my money. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see how they're gonna do that shit. That, that's gonna be insane. Right. I, I I don't I don't know, and I'm curious to see how they're gonna book it. But man, <laughs> like I me, mean, like this match was good. Like, look, I, I Orange Cassidy to me has been, and, and mind you, that people will forget that this guy's also producer now. Mm-hmm. He is now a fucking producer for fucking AEW. Right. So, Tony Khan put him in that position now. So now this guy. No wonder why he puts himself first. And you know what? To be honest with you, I don't feel that it's not bad at all because he opens the show very well. Every Dynamite, and as director here, every Dynamite, this man opens the show has been fantastic. It has not disappointed me. It hasn't got me like, eh, it wasn't, no. It hasn't got me there yet. Not nah, yet. Great wrestler. He's putting on great matches. Mm-hmm. And the I, best I, title I, reign so far I, in AEW. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. So, <laughs> oh, smart to see. So, question, question. How, how, uh, how are they having an international match and an international championship? is not a lot. You know what? That, that is a great question. All I could say is maybe we'll get something on Wednesday. I, you would, you would think having a show at Wembley in front of 80,000 people, the international title would be on the card. Right. Especially also the Atlantic title, but. Well, that's wait, the Turkey National member. Wait, who, yeah, They're the same wait, one. Wait, it's the not intercontinental championship right. overall. <laughs> <laughs> I got it's a little early. I forgot that was the same fucking title. Mm. <laughs> oh, you're cool, man. You're cool. <laughs> but it's a good point, though, man. It's a good point, brother. Like, very you good point. Like, it's, it's, it's an good. extremely good point, man. I even thought about it myself going into Wednesday and hoped they would announce something. And when they didn't, I was like, really? I tell you, I'm not mad at what they're giving us though, because no, no, no. I just thought they would add that. Yeah, yeah. the card looks amazing. I just thought they would add something like that because it's literally the international championship, and you're going to be in England. Yeah. Well, go ahead, Dom. Take it away. What are your thoughts about this opening matchup, Dom? Take away, notorious. Oh God, this this opening matchup, like most of Orange Cassidy's opening matchups, was just it was intense. It was brutal. It was back and forth. And once again, Orange Cassidy survives by like the skin of his teeth, man. That guy's got 99 lives. But I love what he's doing because, you know, people people try to compare promotions like AW, WWE. They always say AW does this better or WWE does this better. I, I don't try to do that. I try to show the similarities. And right now, Orange Cassidy is to the international championship what Gunther is to the intercontinental title. He's taking that belt and bringing it to another level. Mm. And I love that, especially with what we've had going on with the TNT title. Don't get me started there. Don't even get me fucking started there. We'll be uh, here all day. And I got to yeah, pick up yeah. my wife in an hour and a half. So we're not going to go there. But Orange Cassidy has done so much with this run for this belt that you uh, that I even I, who have joked about it in the past as the not intercontinental title, you know, 
how is it the Atlantic when you're defending it over here? You know, this, that. I have stopped all that just because of the, the shine that he's put on it since he got it. And I would, I would have loved, loved to see Wheeler U to take that championship. But it also progresses that story as well between freshly squeezed best friends, you know, the BCC. We'll probably pick that up. At some, they'll probably get added to that match at some point. <laughs> Although, no. No, they're, I guess they're, they're all in. The other side's got a full team. You got to wait for BCC to come up with three guys. My bad. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure we'll pick that up at some point, maybe leading into All Out. But it was just a wonderful match. I enjoyed the living shit out of it. I I love I, at first, at first, I was like, oh man, Orange Cassidy opening the show again. Damn it. Now I look forward to it. I'm like, I got to get there on time. Freshly squeezed is coming on. <laughs> My man Lennox, what's going on? Yeah, Lennox, Lennox. Uh, what's happening, buddy? Good so to see you. Know what, you know Good what to say about concert recreates cast? Maybe people should leave C Punk alone, otherwise, we won't be causing drama backstage. <laughs> <laughs> but the man that said controversy creates cash is sitting at home without a promotion. I know, right? Exactly. Think about oh. that shit for a minute, Lennox. I'm just saying, I'm not saying you're wrong, I'm just trying to come in a, come at it from a different point of view. Yes. It, yep. He's right. Perfectly said. Yep. Shout out mm-hmm. to Lennox for saying he perfectly right. Director, what are your thoughts on this opening matchup? Yeah. Every time Blackpool Combat Club loses, it's uh, Wheeler's fault, so he needs to go. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You know what? Get him out here. Somebody's got to lose, and those egos are not going to take those L's. Boys of Jobber, my guy. Go back to best friends and job with the rest of them. Oh, 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 that's harsh. Director just turned heel on us. Right. Next thing you know, he's going to forget how to speak English. I got to believe you, And the inter inter. International Atlantic title that Orange Cassidy has. Um, it's a good run. It's a good run. Unfortunately, we all know it's ending with John Moxley, and he's probably going to hold it for a while. So that's where this is headed. Uh, I think this is one of those like one and dones for Orange Cassidy, as far as like he's going to have a really long, really good title reign, and then not one for a long time. So mm. that's what I think they're doing. I think they're just getting it all out. They're doing one big squeeze, getting all the juice out, and then. Mm. Uh, we're not going to see him back in a title picture for a while. Yeah, unless he goes to Ring of Honor and they give him a shot over there. Let's not. Let's, yeah, let's put him. Let's put him on an app. I would love that. No, I'm <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> I, I like I like Orange Cassidy. Um, no, no. no. <laughs> don't, put, don't put him on an app. Let's no more paywalls. Yeah. None. <laughs> All right. But yeah, a good match. Obviously, these guys can go for sure. Um, and you know, I always love the pro wrestling psychology of your guy beat my guy fair and square. So let's beat you up for it. So that's always Me? great. <laughs> okay, that's classic. Canero, take it away. Another really good, like everyone said, another really good matchup uh, by Orange Cassidy in this really good title reign. I think he's at like twenty something title defenses at this point. He's been killing it with that title. Really good. I am very interested to see who the 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 tag team partners for the BCC is going to be. I don't know if you want me to give you my thoughts on that now. Oh, yes. Predictions. Oh, predictions. Hold on. I gotta play that clip if I have it or I got rid of it. No, I have it. Yes. Sire. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> 
surprised, right? Because I, as soon as I saw that they had three spots, three people came to mind instantly, right? And it all makes sense, right? So what is it? That tag team is going to be Santana and Ortiz because mm. Eddie Kingston turned his back on them, so they're mm. in the BCC, right? They're also the backstage, the the behind the scenes drama between Santana and Ortiz. According to Conan, who's really close with both of them, they settled it. They're cool again. They're on the same page as it should have been the whole time. So thank God. Santana's back from injury, right? He just hasn't been on the show. He's fully healed up. Ortiz is waiting. Santana Ortiz, they've been there since day one. I feel like that would be a nice, you know, a nice little thank you to them to put them on the big show in AEW history, right? Yeah. Number three is someone who is officially, and I told you last time I was on the show, that this guy should have been the guy that was in Blood and Guts instead of Pack. Number three, who's officially in AEW now because he's officially signed as a backstage role, Chris Hero. <laughs> got to give us Chris Hero. Team me up with the BCC. Give us the fucking Kings of Wrestling. Oh. That's going to be a banger. But let's see. I mean, that's what I hope it would be. If I'm booking it, that's my fantasy team right there. Chris Hero, Claudio, Santana, Ortiz, Wheeler, and John Moxley. Yes. A deadly, deadly team. Uh, I, I thought if I wore my favorite hat, he couldn't rip shit from my psycho brain. But damn it, if he did in any way. I'm right there with you, homie. That's exactly who I was going to say. Exactly. Yo, Chris oh Hero is one of my favorite yeah. wrestlers of all time. Really cool guy. I know I met him a few times. He's actually the guy who got me to start training in professional wrestling. Damn. I... <laughs> Always was a big fan of Chris Hero. Always wanted to see him come back. Hated how, you know, he was done on WWE television. Mm -hmm. Well, because he gained a few pounds, he has a thyroid issue. The man can still do freaking everything he could have did when he was 50 pounds less. So give that man an opportunity. I think that if people could look at Keith Lee and be like, oh, he's amazing, and not look at his weight, then stop with the whole, you know, oh, Chris Hero's fat. He shouldn't be. Right? Like, stop that bullshit. Like, the guy is fucking amazing. Fuck out of here with that fat shaming shit. <laughs> There's just more of him to love, god damn it. That is my hero. Don't you be talking mm -hmm. shit. Oh, it, it, that's hilarious. It, it's funny because I think Wheeler will take the pin on this one. But I, I yeah, <laughs> doesn't he always? Doesn't he always Wheeler right? will still take the L. Yep. Somebody's oh my god. It. Oh my god. Just they need to. Damn it, they need, Tony Khan needs to start booking us right here to write fucking stories for you, man. Jesus Christ. Quit being bullshit, TK. AEW uh, <laughs> board of directors right here. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes, come on, Tony Khan. You got to do Let's fucking us. go. You get to two million every week. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed. Oh, man. And now let's talk about it. Oh. I wish Matt Callis was here, but I know that... <laughs> Right. I, oh my god, I know. Because he, I, if not, this time we're playing. You know, he's in, he's with us in spirit somehow. He's he's you know. We need busy. our invisible hand for this one. We, we need <laughs> we need the Macallis here, Mr. MGC, but he'll be he'll be joining. He'll be back soon. But man, I like this painting. By the way, I just want to say that I love I that. Want to get the bucket out of I the want way. that. I, I do too. <laughs> I actually want this painting. I don't mind. It'll be right there next to Rocky and Apollo if I get it. <laughs> In the living room. And of course, we can't, because this was talked about already. Of course, thanks to Mr. Seltzer and everybody you else. Like Seltzer, that? of course, you know, he loves, you know, Will Ospreay, of course. So 
they were working it out because they really wanted to make Osprey and Omega the rematch, but unfortunately that didn't work out. So a lot of things, a lot of changes happened here. So Jericho wanted to work with Osprey, and now they made it happen. So now it is official. Of course, Osprey came out of nowhere. First, Takesha to attacking Jericho. You know, after Jericho seeing you know seeing the painting and you know Callis telling him what he needs to do. Then Osprey comes out, and then, uh, there you go. So now we have it's official. Now it's gonna happen. Uh, well, Osprey versus Chris Jericho at all in. And this is gonna be very interesting because for me, I like digress right away. I don't see. Don't expect Will Osprey to be Osprey like we see in New Japan, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry, it's not gonna happen. It is not gonna happen because he's facing a man. What he is the Gajelt, the greatest Jericho of all time. He's the Tom Brady professional wrestling demon. I don't care what anybody says. But yes, but it's not going to be the matches that we're like we see in New Japan and how we see him in Orange. No, we're not going to see none of that. Sorry, Stop guys. Sorry. Jericho, look at his age. He can't do what he used to do. No, he can't do that. So I don't see it. But I am excited. I love this. But at least we finally, director and I, we talked about it like where, where, where we're heading with this damn fucking story. And now we know it's finally over. I hope so. Because I don't know what's going to happen right after this. But, man, Papi Chula, I'll take it to you, director. Are you happy this is finally over, or do you think it's still going to continue? Oh, it's not over at all. I think it's just beginning. Um, what a weird way to go about Jericho making this decision. If, like, mm. suspended disbelief, which means you pretend that you know that it's fake, which we mm. do. But mm-hmm. if I was Don Callis and I was using human logic in the real world, I would not have brought that painting out to the ring. I would have had two, I would have had two paintings backstage, and I would have had Osprey or Takeshka ready for whichever one was the one that Jericho decided on. It's a faux pas, and it's just like, wow, you're supposed to be the the mind of pro wrestling and a, you know predicting the future, all this shit. And he didn't plan ahead for this. Uh, but that's the story, and that's funny to me. Uh, Jericho going with Callus, yeah, I kind of sort of saw that a little bit. I thought that would be kind of cool. Um, but now we're going to get what I think is going to be an even better match, and that's going to be Guevara and Jericho versus Osprey and Takeshka, and that is the fucking match to make, and I am excited for that. Mm-hmm. D-O-M. Break it down, brother. Man, first and foremost, that painting next to the director needs to be on awshop.com today. On <laughs> There's going to be at least two purchases on this screen, and who knows how many more. Even even Smart Psychology Podcast was asking about the Kenny painting, which was glorious. Yeah, who is that fucking artist? I want to know who is that artist. Like, they use a photographic artist. They use a photographic artist. That's AI for sure. That looks like a. No, no, someone, it's a comic book artist. I forgot her name. Uh, someone mentioned it. Let me see. You know, we're always complaining that, like, AEW needs to put background on the guys they bring in, like, do videos and stuff. They need to shout out this artist because they use it. They use them a lot on TV or her a lot on TV. Mm. And then we never know. We just see another painting. And we're like, wow, that's dope. <laughs> yeah, not. Gotcha. I'm going I'm to find a name. But, yeah, she's a comic book oh, artist. I think cool. she worked with DC cool. and, yeah. But, yeah, I mean... Uh, I'm 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 with the director on this. I I was I was kind of shocked that Don would bring that out in the first place. But then once we got to Osprey versus Jericho, I was like, okay, this is cool. I'm I'm in. I'm yeah. I'm all in. Complete pun intended. Let's let's fucking do this. 
because I, oh, my man. first thought was like, oh man, they're going to give us another Osprey versus Kenny at Wembley. And yeah. I want to see it, but it's like, we just saw it. You, you don't want, and you don't want the IWC guys to come out of the woodwork and say, oh, every time they have something international, they do Kenny and, and they do Will. And me, 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 me. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> I'm going to have to stomach that shit. So, so Jericho and Osprey, whoo, <laughs> in front of 80,000 in Wembley. Oh, now this, this, this is, I don't know if Tony Khan was responsible, but if he was, this is you doing right, homie. I talk a lot of shit, but this, bravo. <laughs> Fine. You're not bullshit, Tony Khan. You're not on. bullshit this time, dude. You're, you're, you're the opposite of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> what would that be? Cow shit? <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Good, uh, I guess if you want to go Vince, good shit. I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna have to figure that one out. But that's a good question. Now we got. You know what? That should be a debate of the week. What would you call that? Get <laughs> <laughs> <Hit> the clip. The narrow. The floor is yours, mi hermano. I wasn't a big fan of how they set up this matchup, but I'm a big fan of this matchup being set up. Right. I I remember Chris Jericho when he was. When AEW first started, right, in 2019, before their first show, there was a lot of press, right? A lot of uh, Chris Jericho appearances on Busted Open, and he was talking one time about wrestlers he would like to see in AEW. And he mentioned Will Ospreay. He said that he thinks that Will Ospreay is the future, but he needs to stop being such a spot monkey and needs to put some size on and become a better wrestler. Mm. Since then, Will Ospreay put some size on and became a better wrestler, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Will Ospreay for a couple years was really pushing for a Chris Jericho matchup in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And Chris Jericho stopped making appearances for New Japan when his contract with New Japan was up and he went full-time with AEW. So I think that it's really cool that we're finally going to get the matchup that Will Ospreay wanted and the matchup that Chris Jericho basically created when he told Will Ospreay to become the wrestler he is today. So mm. I think that this is going to be a really awesome matchup. And I think both guys are invested. I do think that Chris Jericho is going to pull out things that we haven't seen in many years. This is the biggest crowd that he's ever wrestled in front of. This is the biggest crowd that any wrestler ever wrestled in front of. So really awesome to see that. And I think that, yeah, you know, Chris Jericho last year was having bangers with Moxley and Brian Danielson when he was Lionheart. So I do feel like he could still put on a banger. And mm-hmm. anybody's going to carry, not carry him, but if anyone's going to be a great wrestler to be in there to help him put on a banger is going to be Will Osprey, who right now is on fire. Amen. Amen to that. So I want to know for real, like for really real, 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 no cap, no bullshit, no cow shit, no dog shit, in house. <laughs> no shit whatsoever. <laughs> no shit whatsoever, Devin. PC's free. Uh, Wembley Stadium's capacity, depending on the event, is anywhere between, it looks like, 25 to 75 to 90 max. I like I said, the max capacity is a hundred thousand, depending on the event. On the event, did this really? Did this really sell out or close to it? Is it breaking? Well, is this breaking as of, like, stadium records? As they of yesterday, they seat. yeah. As of yesterday, they sold their 80, 80th thousandth ticket, which will be max capacity for the wrestling show and the most tickets ever sold for a wrestling show ever. Mm-hmm. More than. Anything, any WrestleMania, North America, not just any Europe. WrestleMania, even even uh, everywhere. So they, um, I don't know if they're counting the uh, the North Korea shows for WCW because apparently that was like one hundred fifty thousand. What happened? North Korea shows? 
Yeah, there was a North Korea WCW show back in like ninety. Oh yeah. But the North Korean government forced the people to go there, so they're not counting that. Yeah, they don't count that because yeah. it was forced yeah. attendance. It, it was, was like come attendance. or die. I'm going yeah. to read the entire Wikipedia on that because that is the one thing mm. about wrestling I didn't. Know. There's a Dark Side of the Ring episode about it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it. okay. Watch it. It's amazing. Collision in Korea is called. But the thing is, yeah. uh... <laughs> so this isn't like a stat padded number where no. like we're known uh -uh. for fifty thousand, but there's they put seventy five on the screen. This is a real fucking yeah. They thing. this is they real. Actually, they started with seventy thousand and the, and I'm... they sold out so fast they had to add more seats. And I'm and glad that you brought this up on that. Because I, just, I will say I love that it's AEW that did this. Like yeah. I, am, I am beyond. Um, I'm flabbergasted. I'm just. I'm, I'm. It's unbelievable. Three years. Three years. Maybe four at the most. Mm -hmm. Watching day one, we were first episode. We were like circle debate. How we were like, what do these promos mean? What is this all in all or nothing or whatever the first e event was? Oh, all look in. at all these clues. It's Moxley. These the dice. The numbers, that's his jersey yeah. number, whatever the fuck. We were conspiring Moxley and Jared, like, and now this. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Right? They're and barely you know, out of preschool. <laughs> For real. I love that you brought this up because I know there's a, I had this little like back and forth with somebody who believes everything that wrestling tells them and everything that the WWE tells them on Instagram yesterday because I put up the, uh, the news story about how. AEW has the most attended show in wrestling history. They're like, oh, well, WrestleMania 32 was 100,000 people. It actually wasn't. It was actually 79. Oh, WrestleMania 3 in the Pontiac Silverdome was 93,000. Yeah, 93,000. Actually, 79. So for AEW to sell out a legit 80,000 tickets, it's absolutely insane. Like, Hogan versus Andre didn't do this. Uh, Rock Stone Cold didn't do this. Like, mm -hmm. this is insane. And I thought Wembley, I don't know. I thought it was just like a little tennis court, you know? No, that's I, Wimbledon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why at first I was like questioning it. I'm like, isn't this like smaller than the Daily's place? <laughs> it's but, totally yeah. different place, bro. Uh, as far as that goes, super proud of everybody involved in this. Super proud of us as fans for supporting this company that is still hits me in the feels the way uh, Attitude in 98 ECW does. Uh, and that stadium stampede match is going to be fucking baller. I love that this is like uh, once a year or more or less event. I'm glad they don't do it every two weeks like everything else they do. Uh, I was also two days ago years old when I realized Eddie Kingston and Kofi Kingston are brothers. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, the best Kingston. What the fuck? Anyway. Yeah, glad the, Mad, glad the Mad King's back. Uh, as far as like uh, proud, proud and prejudiced, or pride and powerful, or back. Yeah, that's <laughs> proud and prejudiced. Proud and prejudiced. Well, they're in England. It's a Jane Austen novel. Come on, no, no. <laughs> I'm so happy for truth or consequence. <laughs> Wasn't Don Callis in that? Don Callis ran that, right? The the truth uh, the truth commission. Truth yeah, commission. yeah, that was it. Recon and Kurgan. Recon, mm -hmm. Kurgan, Kurgan, Recon, and I. Oh no! Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, please don't. Once is enough. All right. Anyways, yeah, I'm excited for this. I can't wait. Uh, and also, this dynamite did not live up to the. This no, I mean, it wasn't like yeah, I'm with you. It wasn't like oh my god, you know. But 
a lot of things, at least just because we're like a week, we're like what a week away. We're two weeks out. I think we're still. Is there one more episode? We have, yeah, we have one more. Yeah, episode, one episode left. We're we gonna have. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. So that was, as much as we're talking about the biggest show coming up and the highest tickets, and this is such a renaissance period for AEW, we still have to sit through fucking Leatherface. So <laughs> right, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ! I don't even understand. You know, fuck it. Let's get into it. Fuck it. <laughs> you know what? You know what? After after that match, I have I have jumped off the Jeff Jarrett bandwagon. I am I am right there with my devious brother now. Like fuck this guy. Just go away. No, who won? Just go the fuck away. Jeff Jarrett won. You the know what this was? You, you know I, I was saying I try to make you know you always know, say I try to find similarities between the promotions instead of say one's better because of this and yada yada yada. This was AEW's like pitch black match. This is more like AEW. Like, hey, they're gonna give us a bunch of money to match. pull this off. So let's just throw two Jeffs in the ring and and a shit ton of other people and fake blood and whatever the fuck else and, and count our money at the end of the night. That's exactly what this shit was. It was I don't know how long the runtime was, but those are minutes of my life I'm never getting back. And I'm a bingo hall kid saying this shit. Usually when you say anything deathmatch, I'm like, I'm there. <laughs> Yeah, and, I've, and, and oh, watching this, Jesus fucking Christ! I'll tell you what. In my opinion, the one thing that could have saved this, and I know he's probably, I know he's dealing with possible dementia, and I know that he's very old now, right? But one thing that I thought would have saved this if Leatherface came out and he pulls off the mask and it's Terry Funk, Chainsaw Charlie, that would have got a huge pop. Oh, but it wasn't that. Leatherface. It wasn't even FMW Super Leatherface who used to wrestle. I actually <laughs> joked about that during the match. Like when Leatherface came out, I was like, wait, is that Chainsaw Charlie? I was like, yo, if this is Terry <laughs> Funk, that crowd's going to pop. But it wasn't. It was just. I, I thought it was that drunk guy from the Vitor Belfort promos like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who that fucking guy was, but that was some nobody shit. Nobody knows. Nobody that cares. Was, but nobody I did knows. not need answered. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and why why did they decide to put Satnam Singh back in his Briscoe family overalls that night? What the fuck was that? Everybody was a part of the, the family. Uh, I just, the Wyatt I, family? <laughs> right. Well, whose family? The Wyatts? Like the Mo- Mongol family? I have shit. no idea what do you call it nowadays. Oh, I hit that camera button, bro. Hold on, sorry. I'm, I'm, my nose. We gotta see, we gotta see that, uh, <laughs> that El Guapo Jefe. But like, yeah, Jeff Jarrett can go home. Karen Jarrett can stay home. Like Jesus Christ, go go away. Just it's go away. Damn true. Don't even yeah. be mad. Just go away. <laughs> should. I'm happy Jeff Jarrett got the victory. I'm just gonna put that out there. Thank you very for much. that title. <laughs> what the fuck is that title? Like, it's, it's not, not like he's, it's not like he's gonna be defending from. that on a weekly basis. So. I hope not, man. I just <laughs> now he's gonna not. be out in the ring cutting King of the Mountain promos and shit with that stupid ass belt that's in between all. Oh, of them. Oh my God, I, I, it's my hour. Ay, 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 ay. See, and I'm busting a director. But, <laughs> but at least they got their money. That, that that's the same thing I said about the pitch black match. Was it stupid? Yes. Was it yes. necessary? No. Did they get paid? Yes. <laughs> this was this was as bad as Rick Steiner cutting a promo on Chucky the doll. <laughs> <laughs> this was Robocop versus Glacier or whatever that's yeah. 
This was RoboCop busting Sting out. Actually, that was better. That was better. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. I have no I'm clue. I'm smart. I don't know what the hell is they that about. They made a whole ass belt, as you can see on the screen. I, I just this. hope that the fucking network didn't tell Tony Khan, hey, I need you to do this belt. Like, for what? Like, did, well, did, supposedly the network was very happy with the cross promotion. Oh, my God. I'm <laughs> sure they, they made money. Exactly. <laughs> They made money. They made money. Because I saw, I saw what's it called? People online. I forgot who put it up, but they were like, oh, and this is a contract year for them. You really think TNT's going to want to resign them after this match? I'm like, they were happy with the match. Are you kidding? They're counting their money. They're exactly. happy. They're like, woohoo. I am not happy with it. Oh, Jesus. This was Any, not that we were, but they were. Any final thoughts of this, man? Because this is really not the, yeah. Fuck this whole this match. Is, That's my WCW. final thought. <laughs> this was Cornball WCW. Obviously, you know, Jeff Jarrett. Oh, Carrie Jarrett got poured yeah. with fake blood. I mean, that's the only thing, but I. Okay, that was kind of fun. That was kind of fun. That's fine. I, I, I just say Jeff Jarrett versus MJF title title for title all out. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> No, no, oh, no, I don't want, I don't want MJF. You know, I love you, brother, but no, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm not that uh, much of a super fan for Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> I, <didn't laughs> I think you were just in, case, just in case you were serious. I had to say no, <laughs> I, yeah, I was about to hit myself with a guitar shot just to knock me out for this matchup. <laughs> I was like, please, God. Can we get Ange to do that in the background? Just Word. I, I was fucking doing the Fargo strut out the room when this shit was on. <laughs> right. Uh-oh. There you go. Oh, my bad. <laughs> oh, my. It's all good. Where's it's my lighter? Good. I'm good. I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> Gates of Agony, of course, uh, which, uh, spoiler alerts, uh, it might happen. So, cross my fingers. They might be coming here soon. Thanks to PCW Ultra. Maybe. Maybe. Hey. Crossing, crossing it. This is on the works. And Smart Psychology knows because he's also another sponsorship for PCW Ultra. That's right coming up. Uh, in October, we'll be there for sure. October 28th. But uh, this match, okay, we saw the aftermath, right? I mean, we saw the you know the match was great. Good to see Nick Wayne back. I thought this match, this man was hurt. I don't know what the hell happened. But then we saw the camera. And they brought something back that I didn't think they were going to bring back, and they fucking did. They fucking brought this fucking man back. Joker's thing is fucking back. I, I, people, if yes. you are not, go back to Impact and go look at it. People oh, who are not familiar with it, go back to Impact. Because I think this was the best like thing for me that I saw, like heading towards the end where he was leaving. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I enjoyed it, uh, and I can't wait to see what he's gonna do. I like how he's um, nine days from now. No, it's eleven days. Oh, like oh yeah, I don't know friends. Oh. Uh, Sting is a natural man, but I don't know. I don't know what the fuck they're doing with this match. I don't know what it is. Is it a six man? Is it a tag match? Now Sting is Nick, is Nick Wayne now. Not Sting. No, it's just a tag match. It's <laughs> Sting and Darby versus Ar Fox and uh, Swerve. Uh, I have no idea where they're going with it, but let's let's talk about it. Let's break let's break it down. So you know, Dom. Both thoughts of the match and the aftermath of Joker's thing. Oh, my God. Well, the match was very good. It it was very good. But it was definitely hard to remember for me because, uh, like you, I was a huge fan of Joker's thing. Huge. My favorite sting of all time. And, and, And I never thought anything would beat Crow's thing. 
but that just kicks the shit out of it. You know how much it kicks the shit out of it? Seth, Ro- Seth Rollins took that gimmick and made it his own. <laughs> That's how much. He also almost okay. took Sting's career, but... Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a little salt in an old wound, but but you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> but to see Joker sting back, just got the red blood cells flowing, baby. I was loving it. I was like, yes, I don't give a shit if it's a six man. I don't give a shit if it's a tag match. Give me Joker sting in Wembley. I will be there. <laughs> amazing. Absolutely amazing. Nothing against this match. It was damn good. But once I saw that and being where I'm at in my psychotic brain, it immediately fell out. And all I could hear, all I could think was, "It's Joker Sting." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joker Sting! Jesus, I know you were happy with that. Oh, so happy! Oh yeah, director, break it down, brother. Uh, yeah. Um. It's still one of those like who's the why there's like two three two and a half people versus like eight people storyline kind of like... <laughs> right because you got Brian Cage you got all these other guys yeah and... you got the guy who's on like a 19 wrestling match losing streak even though he's still a Wolverine for some reason mm-hmm. uh, we got two legged Zach Gallon over here with Darby Allen and then Joker shows <laughs> up right he is my son size for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I love um, you, Nick Wayne, but you are seriously my son's size. I would not put him in the ring with yeah, any Nick of Wayne, Bruce the Wayne, and give us the Joker. That'll be good. He's got to be in the match. I love. I'll go on and on about it. We're, we have Indy Sting now. Uh, he is the. I mean, obviously, he's the oldest he's ever been. Every day is the day that you're the oldest you've ever been. Yeah. But he's also taken the bumpiest of bumps that anyone is taking. You know, yeah. like that thing that he did where he just like ate literally ate the table last month or two months ago like what the fuck he's doing new jack bumps off the balconies hardcore grandpa Um, man yeah (laughs) i'm into it man like let's let's just uh have this match and like the what's the the solution to this is now is it darby beating swerve is it nick wayne beating ar is it like what is like the the boss fight that ends this and hopefully i I feel like at least at wembley We'll get Sting getting that one last moment in front of a huge crowd. Oh, he's definitely Shawn Michaelsing it all the way. Two miles. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. Be I wouldn't be surprised if Sting gets the win on one of them because who is more internationally known in AEW, really in wrestling, than Sting? Sting, yeah. for fuck's sake. The man's been an icon for three decades. <laughs> But will this be one of those unresolved things where, like, it was supposed to be Darby over Swerve to get the win to end it? Like, I yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm going to be entertained either way. Uh, I'm just not caring about who wins or how or what happens after. But it'll be a fun match for sure. I mean, I'm giving away what, what I would have probably said on a prediction show, but I feel like you're you're not you're on to something there. Like, we'll get Sting will get the win, get the international pop, get that la- one you know one of those last moments. And then this whole feud will continue on into All Out, where Sting will be removed, and you'll get like Darby and Nick Wayne versus AR Fox. And well, Darby's Swords. match for All Outs have already been announced. It's going to be Darby versus Luchasaurus for the TNT title. Oh, that's right. So that's right. I think this actually is going to be the feud ender, probably at uh, All In. Yeah, could be. Mm, I like that. Really, could end it on Dynamite. I don't know. It's not like it's the biggest fucking rivalry. Yeah. It's been cool. I love the video. Where they they went to Nick Wayne's place and 
beat the crap out of him and then like video called Darby and they're like, we got your boy. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that was legitimately like trespassing and breaking and entering. And yeah. Assault. So yeah. honestly, I think Chris, I think Mike w- would agree with me. Like that was some ECW attitude era type shit <laughs> with modern day technology. Like we're just going to go beat you bloody and then call yeah. your friend and show him what we did to you. <laughs> Only thing they were missing was pilling with the gun. Right. <laughs> Tell him in 1911 says I just smoked your ass. <laughs> yep, love it. De Niro, where's yours, my brother? The, the matchup itself, I really didn't care too much about. I, I feel like I, I don't like when you have Ring of Honor champions on AEW because the Ring of Honor champions who are supposed to be threats on Ring of Honor look like jobbers on AEW. It, it's really, you know, if I'm uh, if I'm following both shows, it's hard to keep up with it. So to be honest, the Gates of Agony losing this matchup was a little whack to me. Mm. Also, Joker's thing. I'm excited for that. I, I was a huge fan of Joker's thing. For anybody like who who is unfamiliar with Joker's thing, I know Impact Wrestling put up a four hour video on their YouTube channel of mm-hmm. every single segment in Joker's thing history and matches. So if you want to <laughs> catch up on Joker's thing, they have a full history of the Joker's thing on uh, their YouTube channel. But definitely, I'm very excited for this. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if this is Sting's last match. Right, go out in front of the stadium. He did say this is his last. Yeah, he said this is his last year in wrestling. Mm-hmm. This this could be a really good last match. You are in there with guys who could bump for you and take big bumps for you. So they're gonna make him look like a million bucks. This could be his last match. I mean, what better way to go out on top than going out in front of the biggest crowd in wrestling history? That's a good point. Very, very, very true. And. I, I totally agree. And one thing I was with Smart, what, what you know, what he said in Smart Psychology podcast about at Gates of Agony. Yeah, send him the collision. Fuck it. They, they, they lost to nobody's. Me, I'm, me, I feel the same. The match wasn't really like. All right, yeah, but we got the Joker. Yes, we got the Joker sting. Yes. We haven't seen that in a while, so. Yes. You know, what's what's you know, uh, we'll see where you know the outcome of and. We'll get in. Yeah, we just have to wait to see. We have to wait to see where it goes. And speaking of where this goes, I, I know the director and I talked about it last week about it, but I want to talk about it now. Like, we want to hear you guys' thoughts. We're, we saw what happened. Oh, double clothesline. Oh, follow the Australians. You know, look at the look at the, uh, kangaroo, kangaroo kick. Kangaroo kick. Kangaroo kick. <laughs> oh, my God. I love this segment. It was awesome. Man, but. <laughs> Uh, I I like the stories that both give. And just to correct you, fucking Seltzer, because I heard you talking about this. No, MJF came from Creative Pro. That's Brian Myers' promotion right there. That's a Wrestling Academy. Not Everybody knows Pat that. Bucks. He said Pat Bucks. What the hell is wrong with what you? What the no. fuck, Meltzer? That <laughs> Pat Bucks was, a, Pat Buck oh. was a, uh, a trainer at Creative Pro as well. Yes, but it trainer. is Brian Myers who had all the yeah, training for cool. Yeah, <laughs> but man, uh, go ahead, DOM. What are you? I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, what are your oh. thoughts of this direction? Break it down, man. Man, I, I, from the jump of all of this, I, I have fucking loved every second of it. I loved it because I know, even I've said it. I watch you guys. You guys have said it. Lots of podcasters have said, like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm so tired of MJF with this title. Every time he gets an opponent, he makes him do the same thing. They run through gauntlets and he puts all these obstacles in their way and yada, yada, yada. 
this title feud with Adam Cole took a completely different direction. And it is awesome. All that we are getting out of it between the tag team, all these skits where these guys are doing this wild, crazy shit, all this hot food and trampolines, video games, wrestling crocodiles, blow up crocodiles, but still. <laughs> all of this is just unbelievable because I was waiting for the same thing you guys were waiting for. Okay, Adam Cole didn't win the Eliminator, so now MJF is going to make him fight this guy and that guy and the other one. And then they took it this direction. And I have been hooked. I even love that Roderick Strong has become what I have lovingly named him Stacy from Wayne's World. Like he just I do not own a gun, let alone enough guns to facilitate a gun rack. Rack. <laughs> exactly. Cash Wheeler does though. He follows them around like she does way to go. Yeah, that's that's too soon. He follows them around the way she followed Wayne and Garth. Just hi, Wayne, like neck brace and everything. He even injured himself on a car last week, y'all. Roddy is fucking Stacy. Well, he's not. He's fucking Marina Shafir. Okay. <laughs> but in this scenario, Roddy is Stacy. <laughs> you're, you're right. You're right. And when you're right, you're right. I'll give you the credit. But I love all of this. Like, I look forward to these segments and where they're going to go. We even drunk the kingdom into it. And I feel like they're they're all going to cost better than you, the, at least the ROH tag titles, because they, you know, maybe the kingdom wants them. But that's, again, I'm giving away what I could sell next week. This was so cool. I enjoyed this segment, every segment. I can't wait for the main event at All In. I can't wait to say who to see who swerves who first, because we all know MJF has had his share of uh, I'm going to be a face moments, mm. and they've all gone away. We all know that every every other place Adam Cole has went, he has been the top fucking heel of that particular promotion. Yes, and, so, and he has been a face for a while now. So I don't know which one of these guys is going to break off first cuz they're both just they can go from they can go from oh i love that guy to you dick like <laughs> like oh adam cole i love him you dick <laughs> that quick that quick exactly very, and i'm intrigued quick. so i'm tuning in wednesdays and i'll watch this just okay who's first this is chicken is what it is they're just coming at each other who's going to break off Love it, love it. Oh yeah, kangaroo kick at all in. Hey, smart. If you call it, I, I I will get you on the show, bro. Because we need to have you on the show. I, if you if there's a line on that, I'm putting my money on kangaroo kick. <laughs> <laughs> Papi Chulo, director, take it away. See, see, senior man. I love that. I have no idea what's going to happen in this match because I predicted everything and it almost got boring. Uh, you know, obviously last week I talked about how that MJF was pretending to be the best friend only for the devil to reveal himself. But now mm -hmm. we're getting a little bit of the other way around. Um, the only thing I don't like, I, I like the idea of a full double switch. I'm a huge fan because they're so hard to do. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about it is a full happy face turn on MJF. I don't like that because he's so good at what he does. Mm -hmm. And if you do yeah. do that, <laughs> the not guess other. Thank you for being a good boy. This right you. here, this comment right here, going back a little bit. I'm from Buena Park, born and raised. Notch is a block away from me, and you are 100 correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
No, director approved. He approves. What can you do for Adam Cole besides just turning on MJF to make him even more hated than the MJF we could be getting if he were to stay the devil? You can't top the things that MJF has already done, in my opinion. You would otherwise mm. you would just be doing the same things that MJF is already doing, calling out crackheads and rednecks and white trash and Canadians and George McKay. You can't do worse than what he's already doing. George. So how are we going to get us to hate Adam Cole besides just turning on MJF? I don't know. That's the big question mark right in the middle for me. Um, I, I I don't know. I, I'm curious. And then, like, is Roddy going to be like, it was me, Austin, and pull the neck brace off and be A-OK? You know, we've seen that before. I don't want that to happen. Are we going to get, you know, Red Dragon, Red Dragon to come out? Like, I love that I have no idea what's going to happen, but there's some things that I just don't want to happen. And one of them is MJF going full face and like loving the crowd and being the Cody Rhodes essentially is what he would have to become. And you know how that worked out last time. The guy left the company because he couldn't get his own people over on him. So let's watch and find out. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Really, really. El, otro, el otro papi chulo right there. The other bello director. The floor is yours. I, I just went. <laughs> I said the general Bayo. Yeah. I said he's Bayo. <laughs> You're Papi Chulo. He's Papi Bayo. Okay. <laughs> Papi Bayo. I'm just Papi Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> a loco Papi. A Papi Loco. Papi Loco. Papi Loco. Hey. Hey, Papi loco. Blood in, blood out, baby. Right here. Right. <laughs> nah, so I think that. The one thing I've been, you know, really paying attention to is, you know, everyone's thinking that Adam Cole is going to be the one to turn on MJF, right? It's going to be a double switch. Adam Cole doing like the, the knife in the back hug. Adam Cole pretending to like set up for the super kick behind uh, MJF. I think that, you know, it's very interesting that MJF, even as a baby face, has been calling himself the devil, right? He keeps on calling himself the devil. He's still calling himself the devil. And, all that. and I think that that's key because the devil will turn everything you love against you right and i feel like in the end of the day adam cole staying a baby face mjf is going to be a heel but mm-hmm. the people that help him win this matchup is roderick strong and the kingdom because he turned adam cole's friends against him and i think that that's going to be mjf's new stable mjf roderick strong in the kingdom wow. does mjf have like a hand signal does he do like a what, what does he do? He what just kind of does one of these or gives yeah. you the one of these, right? Yeah. 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 This, this, that's yeah. Love that. I would love that. Um, uh, but then, then what? Just beats the shit out of Adam Cole and then Adam Cole is just like by himself versus like six people. Well, uh, supposedly the news is Kyle O'Reilly should be on his way back soon. You could bring back Bobby Fish and you could have the original undisputed error against this new faction against MJF's team, Roderick Strong. Right or Mike? Right? Is that his name? What? what Maria, Mike Bennett. Oh, Mike, yeah, Mike Bennett. And uh, so it would be against Mike Bennett, Roger Strong, and and uh, Matt Taven. Right. Yeah, that'd be fucking sick. Yeah. Uh, as far as like, if you were to force MJF back into his third faction for his career, <laughs> if you were to do that, that would those would be the guys to do it with for sure. Especially Mike Bennett, who needs a. I think the world owes Mike Bennett a Snickers. After what happened over in uh, WWE, so oh yeah, uh, for sure, yeah, I'm with you on that. It's even, even, even. I don't know where she's at right now. I don't know her. Obviously, I don't know her active situation. 
bring in Marie Kanellis and have a little uh, Britt Baker feud going on inside of that feud. Yeah, I mean, she's in Ring of Honor right now. That would be perfect. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm all for that. I love mixed factions when they're done right. Not a good example of them. But, yes, I would love to see Britt Baker uh, in a feud with, with – um, she goes by Bennett now, right? Not Kanellis? Yeah. 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 Well, she still goes by Maria Kanellis, but – she, I mean, she obviously yeah. isn't like the greatest wrestler. I don't even know if she really wrestled that much. Uh, but mm-hmm. I do like, I do like intergender feuds. I did want to see more, like Jungle Boy and Anna J versus Adam Cumber Bigger would be fucking fire. That would be amazing. Let's go. Yeah. Like, no, I'm with you. I've always loved intergender wrestling, flat out. Yeah, but I personally, I, I do think that MJF stays heel and Adam Cole stays babyface. Okay. Do you think you think Adam Cole like tries to go heel and then it just backfires? He's like, oh fuck. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> that would be the only way that that would make sense. It's like he tries to do some shady ass shit, you know, and he might even win the belt. I don't know, but yeah. He puts his foot on the rope with the pin and it just slips accidentally. He's like, oh fuck, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every, every idea gives me new, more new ideas. So I'm going to pass it off to Dom because I'm going to not stop. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Fucking love it, man. Man, and, and uh, let, I do. Uh, sorry, I got one more thing. It's go for it, go for it. I love that story time with MJF was actually better than story time with Adam Cole, baby. And that's hard for me to say because I am an Adam Cole guy. I really like Bruce and I have been calling ourselves the better than you, baby, of podcasting because I'm an Adam Cole mark and he's an MJF mark. So by all in, we're going to hate each other. But. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love but his it. story was by far superior. Like all the it, man, he, by the time he was done talking, I was my wife's like, You okay? I was like, I got something in my eye. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> I'm not crying, you're crying. But I'm not crying. Shut up. <laughs> Speaking of crying. There we go. What about that crying? Let's see, <laughs> Let's see that cry. Um, the faction and that. Shout out to Temple Place, by the way. Uh, I'm popular. Hey, that's, hey, that's not that's not an unpopular opinion. I had just said that it would be like his third or fourth if you count the Inner Circle and Pinnacle as two different factions, which I guess you yeah. kind of do. Um, yeah, Rich Holiday would be cool, but yeah, I don't. We actually, yeah, I, that like I said, if you're gonna put MJF in a faction, fuck, please don't. But if you do, Kingdom would be all right, and then keep it called the Kingdom. Yeah, we actually said that two weeks ago. Um, Temple on our show was, you know, I think Bruce brought it up. Like, what if MJF were to bring back the dynasty only in AEW? I don't know if Hammer's out there, but I know, I know Holiday is, and that's a start. And you could get Hammer later, and you could have the whole damn thing on national television. That could be I would different. love to see that. Lo- be- I- I'm a huge fan of the dynasty, especially Hammer. Hammer time on national TV, make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Right. Damn child. <laughs> All right. Now, yeah, let's get into it now. Yeah. Dr. Bridger, DMD versus a bunny, of course. Uh, she's back with her injury. Good matchup. Good to see Ali back. But director called it last week when we talked about it. He called it right away. So, I I, I mean, of course, for Baker one, we already know. Now we're getting the, you know, the four-way that we're going to get. At all in. Is it finalized? Is that the four? Four right there. Yeah, okay. You called it. That's the four that everyone expected. Let's be real. The fact that I expected it and didn't like it, obviously I thought that they were going to put 
they should have put, in my opinion. Okay, so I get that Soraya Bevis, she's from there. Okay, perfect. I get it. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You're going to have two of the Riot Scout 2.0s fighting each other? How's that going to work? Tony Storm and, and, and Soraya like, are going to help each other until they don't? Are they going to turn on each other? How's that going to work? That's the dynamic I'm curious about. If this was in any other country, it should have been Sky Blue, though. Mm. What are your thoughts about this match, though? Was it good to see you, buddy? Uh, yeah, so it was – okay. <laughs> I am pro-women's wrestling. I'm pro-not genderizing it. I'm obviously in a band with a woman, and we're tired of getting called female-fronted metal. Uh, women's wrestling, I don't know if we women in pro wrestling have an opinion about the title, but I do think it still needs to, a lot – why am I in two screens? This is fucking crazy. Oh, went out. <laughs> um, and I'm all for pushing it even more. And AEW has a long way to go before everyone's happy. Putting it in the main event is the right choice. But this, and I get that this was the final match for the four that's going into Wembley. It just did not feel like a main event match. It felt like a first hour mid-card match. And that's just whoever was producing the match and putting it together. Did not have main event vibes or even a dynamite for me. Um, it just didn't have that spark. And I gonna have to go ahead and say that I think that might've been Allie's fault. I don't think she's as fantastic. Do people think she's great? Do other like bunny fans who are like, Oh my God, she's future world champion. Like I do for Anna J. No, and this match clearly showed that I think I think that she still looks green, even though she's one of the most seasoned wrestlers in that roster as far as like women's wrestling goes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love that there was a women main event. It just didn't the match itself didn't really flow for me, and I think it only went like four minutes. So yeah, it just something had to have something more exciting could have happened in that main event. Even inside of that match, you could have had other people run out and fuck around and find out or something. I don't know. It just, it just, just around this, this is the last time I'm ever going to talk about this match. Um, whereas there's been other main events that I would gladly re- revisit. Yeah. With the, the director. Oh, Br- also, Br- 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 no fault of Britt Baker. She's, she's a future go. Yeah. Yeah. Dinero, take it away, brother. I mean, there's not much to really say. This is basically a buy match for Britt Baker. They should have just put her in the fucking matchup. I mean, if you're going to have her qualify for it, I would have liked to see someone who would have been more of a threat. You know, give give uh, Britt Baker versus fucking Jay Cargill or something. I don't know. Like someone's going to be a believable threat, but don't don't just you know say, oh, here's a girl who hasn't been on TV for the last fucking four months, but and hasn't really won matches before she left TV, but. She's supposed to be a threat to Bert Baker. Like, come on. Yeah, I don't. For me, I, I, I mean, it was good to see Buddy for me, but I, I just, I'm with you guys. This match should not. It, it's pointless to be honest. It's pointless. This, mm-hmm. You should have just booked. You should have just booked Britt Baker in the match. And that's it. That's it. We already know it was gonna happen. Well, but that's good. We're, we'll we'll save our predictions of that because that that's going to be interesting how it's going to happen. Like just the just the event itself, I'm invested of seeing how it's going to turn out to be. But especially like you got two of the outcasts there. I don't know how the hell is that going to work out. And I'm just uh, I, hey, I, I I'm just invested of that. But I'm but I hate to say it, but the like I said, I'm not against the women. None of that. Our director said none of that. It just is this match was kind of pointless. 
Yeah, it's just, it's just, I would say the same if it was a dude match or anything, just it yeah. felt flat for me. Like, Should have been yeah. the first hour. Hey, we switched. What's up, hey, man? Hey, I'm the director. Oh, I'm back to being me. There you go. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. I have my mic and my headphones cut out. I don't know what the hell happened. I was trying to fix it on stream, and all I had, all I could do was restart, and I'm back. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess this is the main event, you could say. The Bucks versus the, the Guns. Uh, what can I we say about this? On the match. I've been calling the women's match the main event. <laughs> right. It is a main wow. event. Wow. A main event. A main but, event. But, man, I, I we're getting already. Okay, so it's the Bullet uh, Club Gold versus, of course, the Elite. We're getting that at yeah. all in, so we're excited. But good to see. You know what? I am happy for the guns, though. I'm happy they're getting somewhere now, again. And keep them there. And I hope that Juice and Jay White teaches these kids the right way when it comes to Mike, uh, character development, because I don't give a damn what anybody says. And De Niro can agree with me on this, but Jay White is fucking fantastic in a, in a mic. Go back and go to the New Japan days. That mother... Oh, man. I, there's nothing, nothing bad you can say about this man. But I enjoy it. But, man... I I can't say much about this main event. I'll start off with you, DLM. What are your thoughts of this main event? Or he froze. Oh, yeah, he froze. Oh, no, he's there. There you go. <laughs> no, I'm here. I'm here. I'm sorry. <laughs> you need to move a, a bit. I, I, got the, move. I got a text message from my wife. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize to us. apologize to her. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, this, this main event was... I'm kind of with Chris. I kind of saw the women as the main event, but this match was good too. It was damn good. I enjoyed it. It kind of went the way I said. I, I usually have, if I don't feel like coming on camera and doing a watch along, I do. We do live discussion threads in my group, and I said, "Watch, you know, Bucks are gonna win. Bullet Club Gold come out, start beating the crap out of them. Here come FTR with the save, and then we're gonna have the stare down. Isn't it exactly how that shit went down, y'all?" <laughs> Technically, yeah, basically. But you know what? You need that. You need that. You got to get people into, you know, the rubber match. And, and we hadn't had the whole cash thing happen yet. So it made sense. It made sense. I'm, I'm extremely impressed with how far the guns have come since joining AEW. These guys, man, I was like, why are they even on my screen? Don't, shouldn't they? Shouldn't they be going to sleep? Like, don't they have school in the morning? What the fuck? And, and as they've progressed, like, they become more manly than Jack Perry. I don't give a fuck if he turns heel or not. Like, I'm, I'm actually, I could not stand those two, and now I'm actually kind of into them. So I have to give them all the credit in the world. And they put on a damn good match with the Bucks and lost. Big shock. Big shock. You you faced two of the EVPs in the main event and lost. <laughs> I know, right? Even though even though even though the Bang Bang Club put all your buddies either in a hospital or hospital adjacent, if you if you listen to Adam Page, even though he was right next to the spot where Kenny got jumped, when you look at when you look at the footage, but but we're 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 suspending that belief. We're going along with the story because that's happened before. <laughs> But it was it was good. It was a solid main event. I personally kind of dug the women's match a little bit more, but that's just me. Director, I really like the Gun Club's 
entrance. And I yeah. can't wait for all in. Yeah. Well said. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing to say about this match. The hell? Yeah, that was well said. These guys can't put on a bad match. Uh, they, whether or not the match matters. I mean, the whole thing was to just get another win on the Bucks before FTR post bail and uh, defend the titles. <laughs> post bail. I love the little like the little subtle jokes he throws in there, and you have to like think a second. And then then we're gonna have them versus uh, the Hardys and the Usos in a um, loser leaves jail match or winner winner (laughs) a winner bond match, something like that. I'm like Cash versus Jimmy. Winner gets his bail paid. All I want, all I want at All In is for can't can't go to the 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 loser leaves Canada match. The loser can't go to Canada match. (laughs) All I want is for the referee at All In before the matchup when he checks everybody for foreign objects to spend a little extra time on Cash Killer. Bring a metal detector in and start wanding his ass. (laughs) He's going to do the LAPD Macarena. Turns him around, (laughs) catch him down. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Oh, shit. Glad to know. Break it down, bro. I too, just like Chris, love the uh, the gun clubs. Not is it the gun? Yeah, the gun clubs entrance, right? right? Yeah. I feel like the guns. Oh, yeah. I like the little spit with the gun. <clears throat> also, yeah, the, music, uh, the music's cool. It doesn't have heel vibes. It has really good good guy vibes. Yeah, I, I like that. Though, I mean, I would not be opposed to them doing the Fifty Cent Many Men uh, entrance once again. Like that, that would be <laughs> awesome, right? But there was I don't know a lot of that hard. Uh, a lot of a lot of words were blocked on that entrance, so it was just like fifty cents, like saying a line or two here or there, and then it just like blocked for like half a bar, and then got another line or two before they block it again. But it was cool to see them use that song. I do like their entrance, though. Um, everyone could predicted that the Young Bucks were going to win this matchup. I, I think that it's going to be a good matchup at All In if we still get that matchup, I don't know if there's been any decision yet on cash Wheeler still wrestling or going to England even, he's but on. I, he's going. So the match is still on at this point. point. The match is still on. We were talking right. about that. Cool. Cause I, I think that they're even appearing tonight on collision uh, FTR there. There's a live in ring with FTR. So as long as the matchup is still going to happen, it's going to be a banger of a matchup. And if I could just bring this back full circle to the debate of the week, I think that FTR working with the young bucks and FTR being very close with, CM Punk and his closest allies right now. I think that that could be, you know, a good opening door to being the peacemakers for everybody to come together. So, yeah, that's true. Let's, let's hope so. And let's really, really hope so. Right. Right. Yeah. You still, I can you, this right now. Yeah. I, I know we're doing the prediction show next week, but I would have, because it's probably going to be CM Punk versus Smojo at, at uh, all, oh, right? Yeah. But I would have FTR. Well, this match has to be like second to last, I would say. Have Kenny Omega wrestle beforehand. Have CM Punk wrestle beforehand. And then something happens during this matchup where it breaks down. Kenny Omega comes running out to have the Bucks back. CM Punk comes running out to have FTRs back. And then that's the main event to all out the following week. Oh, That's how I would do it. But, I mean, we could indulge on that next week. Oh <laughs> man, if it does happen, you haven't been it for a while. I, I'm gonna go. I I will because you see, <laughs> hey, we're gonna have we already have enough those for Dominus here. 
But we're gonna have another one here. We're gonna have another one here. Jesus. Oh, the oracles. We're gonna have here. We we're gonna change them to the or we're gonna have a tag yeah. name the Oracles. There Oracle go. Saturdays. The Oracle Saturdays. <laughs> That's what the Oracle be. Saturdays. I like oh, that. Oh man. Speaking of Saturday, we're not gonna break it down because we're not gonna talk about it. We're just gonna end it here. Saturday. Of course, happening today on Collision CM Punk show, of course. That's what I get out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, and there you go. Dr. Castle versus Jay White, Darby Adam versus Christian Cage. And of course, you're gonna have uh Miro who's having a feud with Power Hops Hobbs. I like that. <sighs> I see this is I want I'm intrigued to seeing that feud. Samoa Joe in action as well. Speaking of Power Hops in action, FTR will be there how during an arrow mention. Ricky Starks, of course, back being heelish. Willow Nightingale versus Diamante, which I like to see. Me. I like to see Diamante. I'm glad she's back. Good, mm-hmm. you know, good tactic division that her and and uh, her and, uh, and Mercedes had. So there was, I was invested. So yes, I'm looking forward to see how they're going to book, and then see how you know how the never mentioned Joe and Punk is going to happen. To, we're going to find out today on pretty much on uh, Collision. We're going to find that as out. long as Punk doesn't ban Joe from the arena. That's exactly yes. That is exactly. And yes, we all know the birds. So you chant some cash. I'll be there. Chant. Yes, that's right. You're going to be there. Temple. Oh, that's you're right. going. To- that's cool. Yeah. Awesome. That's man. really cool. Better put some clips on your social media, man. I would like to see that. Chanting a DVR instead. <laughs> DVR. Chanting DVR. DVR. I love it. <laughs> Chant C O D. Exactly. But there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Two hours and 17 minutes of great fantastic. It's been a while because we haven't had the whole crew. We're still missing Matt, but we have a our family member here who is now part of the COD channel. The DOM, the notorious DOM, DOM right here. Top row bristle talk. Now you can find him here every Friday on Circle of Debate. Every fucking Friday here, 8:30 Eastern, 5, 7:30 Central, 5:30 Pacific. Find him here every Friday, ladies and gentlemen. And don't forget. Follow us as well. Follow. You see all the, you know, all the platforms here. You see, follow the rest of the DeLorean podcast, of course. You find them there every day on iHeartRadio. Seven days days a week. week. Man. No days days off. No days off for this man. (laughs) Zero days off. Right after we turn off this, I'm pressing record on the wrestling DeLorean. Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be on that too. No, I'm playing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's probably gonna be like a five-minute news episode. But I was <laughs> and of course, it's not forget. Not forget, of course, FDS baby, because they're coming soon. FDS, baby. FDS, man, they're killing it right now on all the audio platforms as well. Whether yeah. music, you need to get on it, ladies and gentlemen, on Spotify. You can find them there on Spotify, even on Apple. Anywhere, any social, any audio platform, as well. FDA, he's kidding. He's right putting there. it right there. He's saying he's even killing it. They're in That's my great. library. No lie. Love that. You are the four. You are the four millionth listener ever. Like you're all. <laughs> you're all four million of them. <laughs> <laughs> We've each listened a million or so times. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen. And we will be back here next week, of course. How the neuro mentioned the predictions for all in. And now, you know, like I said, the family here has grown. You'll be catching TRWT here. They're going to be giving their predictions as well. We want to, you know, hear, yeah. the, you know, hear their opinions about it too. I'm excited. I'm looking forward. And also, don't forget today is UFC 292, which we'll be talking about that next week. If you saw last night, we did talk about it with 
you know, K, Mike Hugh, Bakley, Ed, and Coach Rage. Next week, next Wednesday, we'll be back for the recap and looking forward to discussing about that. And talk about, you know, Skittles taste the rainbow. Uh, yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about that. We will definitely see. But, man, ladies and gentlemen, want to thank you all for joining us here on a Saturday afternoon all, all over the world. You guys are listening to the audio platforms as well. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate the doctor. And let them know, FDS, what else is going on, FDS? What's going on? Tell them. September 16th, Akron, Ohio at the Summit Fairgrounds. We're playing Summit Fest with Vampires Everywhere, Scarlet Drive, Funny the Bear, uh, and uh, Johnny Craig from Amorosa and Slaves, and I think Dance Gavin Dance. And then we are opening the 10-year uh, anniversary of the uh, whatever that Attila album was called that was really big that came out 10 years ago at 1720 downtown LA, October 8th. Wow, nice. About that life. It's called About That Life. That was their big record that came out 10 years ago. We're on the opening, uh, we're opening that show up. Awesome. Congratulations. Cool. That's cool. Awesome. De Niro, anything coming up for Wrestling DeLorean on yes. iHeartRadio? Wrestling DeLorean episode 305 will be on Monday. Uh, every day of the week, even on the days, we still do the, the flagship show every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, but every single day, even on those days, You'll have a two to five minute short audio clip of news where I talk about the news of the day. So every day, tune in Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Every Friday, we have the Passengers Pick where I put up a poll on Twitter or X and you guys vote for the show that I'll be reviewing on Friday. So make sure you go to the X. I keep on saying Twitter, but make sure you go to X. and follow <laughs> at, it to you. Make sure you follow at X. W underscore DeLorean pod for all the for latest extreme. news for extreme, all the latest news <laughs> and for the polls for the Wrestling DeLorean podcast, baby. That is right. That's right. D-O-M, notorious one. What is going on next week for TRWT? Oh, we know we'll be back. We'll be predicting all in. We'll be going over stuff that happened in the week that was probably some shit from Collision, Raw, you know, that type of stuff. We'll we'll play games. We'll derail. I'll probably say a lot of curse words and be childless, which will be great. So definitely <laughs> a lot going on that you won't want to miss. And you won't miss it as long as you tune in right here at Circle of Debate. <laughs> That's right. That's right, mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen. You heard it right. You heard it right, señoras and señores. And like I said, here on the COD, the Wrestling DeLorean podcast, FDS, TRWT, we don't fucking just fucking podcast, make fucking music. We don't know. All of that. All of us here, we all fucking make history. Damn Enjoy man. your weekend, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next week. Don't forget, subscribe to iHeartRadio, subscribe to FTS, subscribe to us here as well. Follow everyone here because we got a lot to bring you guys. Enjoy your weekend. You care about there for Cal Southern California with this hurricane quote on that. But we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll, that, see. we'll see about that. Yeah, we'll see about that. But yeah, other than that, have a good weekend, guys. As you know, we fucking make history. <laughs> Must be Juju. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Oh my God, it's so good.